the pounding begins. The wagons are circled. Every wind is raided. It's football time in America, and this republic has never been stronger. The Sportsocracy, Beer City's best sports talk, live from the Ingalls studio. And welcome into the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Sportsocracy, heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You can take us with you everywhere you go. You can see us live on YouTube. Go to thesportocracy.com. Click the live video link. Subscribe to the channel. Join us in the chat. We apologize that the, the graphics are not up to the usual snuff on the YouTube channel, but Floster Domus, Jeremy Green, he's in Mobile, Alabama. He's only a busy so man. many things we can do uh, yep. remotely, and there's only so many things I can do technologically. I'm yeah. good. I'm good. I got you on the screen, guys. I, yeah. We got our faces on the screen. We got sound going out. We got chats going on in the uh, YouTube comments. It's the best I can do. Hey, uh, we're, we're doing the best we can. Here. <laughs> we're up and running, <laughs> and away we go. Day number two with Flo Stradamus down in Mobile. He was on the way yesterday. He is down there. He's already sent me a, a screenshot or a, or a picture of the of the practice field. Everything's getting going for the Reese's Senior Bowl. We'll have uh, all of the update and the scene setter yeah. from the practices of the Senior Bowl coming up for you in the 1 o'clock hour. Top of the 1 o'clock hour, we will get in touch with Flo Stradamus. Jeremy Green, he'll be joining us in studio, Brian Haynes, Football Farley. What's joining happening, me. everybody? Once again, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, glad to have you in on the program. Glad to see that yesterday didn't scare you off. Oh, no, absolutely not. I have fun talking with you, Tank. It's good times. Good times always. Indeed. We got uh, a lot of NFL news that we'll be getting into throughout the program today. Chargers making another move in their front office. The Falcons have coaches. Uh, the Steelers' ownership is losing their patience G- uh, uh, I almost called you Jeremy. Yeah. I, I, I'm surprised I didn't do that already yesterday. But uh, Brian and I, <laughs> yep. we're going to have some fun in the third hour of the program uh-huh. at 2 o'clock today. The Daily Draft is going to be WWE-themed. It's going to be a lot of fun. It, it, you're, you, you, you are, are, are a watcher. You, you, you bring in the champion of the wrestling world to talk about wrestling. <laughs> When it comes to that kind of stuff, so we're we're, we're going to kind of go down that path a little bit. Um, maybe we'll get your thoughts on the Royal Rumble and such yep, absolutely. coming up later on in the program. But um, in the you remember War Games? Used to love War Games. Five man teams mm-hmm. locked inside a cage, mm-hmm. and we fight until the bell. Yep, until somebody gives up, or I don't know, the giant breaks Hogan's neck, or however it is ended in the past. Yeah, we'll do the daily draft. Five-man teams, and you get one interference. So it ends up being the six that yeah. we usually get. Yep. War games, fantasy style. Our team. I think it's going to be a lot of fun this in the 2 o'clock fun. hour. Absolutely. Uh, also, it is a Power Rankings Tuesday. And you go, oh, my God, here we go, another Power Ranking. Well, this is going to be a little bit different. We're going to split it up throughout the program. And we've split the league into three categories, essentially. You've got the highs, the lows, and the mids. And we're focusing on fan excitement. This is how Brian and I feel that your fan base should be, whether you are on the high end of, oh, my God, we're really excited for the future, or the really low lows. We kind of looked at a bunch of different things when it came into this. Um, We were thinking from the fans' perspective on what going into next year, where is your excitement level for that team? 
also where we feel, you know, basically, um, are you going to be the same, a little bit different, a little bit more high on your team, or are you just going to feel like you want to throw up everywhere just thinking about what's going to happen next year? Is it the same old, same old? Yep. Are we ever going to get out of this? So we will do the the high, the low, and the mid uh, at the end, at the bottom half of each hour of the program today on this Power Rankings Tuesday. Yeah. So first, let's get into some of the news around the league. I mean, yes, we've Red Sea. I want both the teams to lose in the Super Bowl. Yeah. This is this continues to just just kind of chap my hide of uh, you, you, you guys are raining on the parade here. We're supposed to be excited about the Super Bowl. It's the culmination of all things that we have been looking forward to, and your sadness and your depression is bringing me down because all I've seen is just people complaining about, oh, my God, I don't want to see Taylor Swift, or uh, I don't, I'm sick of seeing the Kansas City Chiefs, or I'm tired of San Francisco, and Brock Purdy's overrated, and why can't we just enjoy it? Hey, guess what? The uh, numbers came in from the AFC Championship game. Yes. 55 million people watched the AFC Championship game with Taylor Swift and the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> guess what? That's the highest viewership for an AFC Championship game in the history. So guess what? Things aren't going to change. You're not going to not watch the Super Bowl because Kansas City and San Francisco are in it. Like, just stop it. Yeah, okay, I get it. Maybe this is the most exciting for you, but you're going to watch the Super Bowl anyways. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just like, I'm not watching the NFL ever again. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you did those. you did you did you, you stop watching that? I no. quit watching ten years ago. Yeah. Then stop commenting on all my Facebook feeds yeah, because like, I'm sick and tired of seeing your opinion out there. Oh, it's not the way it used to be. Guess what? You're gonna watch. You're gonna be there. You're gonna complain, even if you watch it just to complain because they show Taylor Swift ten times. Who cares? She's hot. I want to see her. <laughs> I mean, good I mean grief. that's highly debatable, but yeah. uh, a lot of people in America would agree with you. Hey, and if more eyeballs are on our sport that we talk about on a daily basis, let's go. Uh, as you said, record-breaking uh, 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 audience for the AFC Championship game. The NFC Championship game numbers came out today as uh -huh. well, and that set a record as, as well. The average was fifty-six point <laughs> seven million people. It peaked at fifty-eight point nine million. That's crazy. Which was between 9.15 and 9.30, right. which was right at the end of the game where uh -huh. San Francisco's making the comeback. Yeah. Everyone, it doesn't matter if everybody was rushing to their televisions to see the Lions try to, you know, stop the snowball right. and come back and win that game. But it was 58.967 million people tuned in. It's an all-time high for an NFC championship game. It's an all-time high for a playoff game. There have never been more eyeballs on the NFL than there are right now. Right. And I know you don't want to hear about her, and I don't want to really talk about her, but at some point you have to realize that this is bringing more people into the did you did you see the economic number? I know. It's 331 million dollars is what they have attributed as the NFL revenue increase that you can tie to Taylor Swift. And it's so it's just 
it's something for people to complain about, and mm-hmm. that's what our you know what the beauty of America is that you can complain about whatever you yeah. want. But yeah. I'm you just, know, I, do, I just get tired everybody of it. wants to have something to complain about. I, I get it, but um, you know what? Who cares? They're still gonna play the game. Um, you know, we're still gonna watch the game. And we're still going to complain about the referees at the end of the game. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Patrick Holt says we will all watch, but it doesn't mean we have to enjoy it. No. I guess that's fair. Uh, Divine Comedy says he wants Kansas City to win for the content. Imagine if Shanahan chokes three Super Bowls. Yep. San Francisco will have to discuss whether he can ever win one and whether getting a new coach makes sense. Be an incredible offseason for the vibes. He ain't lying. Kyle Shanahan, you you're you're at a crossroads here. Just like I feel Mike Tomlin's at a crossroads. Now, we've had the discussion should they or shouldn't they? But if you saw and you heard the Pittsburgh Steelers ownership come right. out and talk yesterday, yeah. and was saying it's time to win playoff games. Yeah. You know, this nine and eight getting into the playoffs, 10 and seven, 11 and six, whatever we've been over the last, uh, you know, decade, mm-hmm. getting into the playoffs and then losing is not winning anybody anything. Listen, Tom, we, Tomlin's in the same position that McCarthy's in. No he, doubt. You need to win. He, I don't think Tomlin needs to win the Super Bowl to keep his job, but no. he's in the last year of his contract. They haven't given him an extension yet. I don't believe they're going to give him an extension. I believe they're going to let this year play out. If he fails to make the playoffs, he's gone. If he makes the playoffs, and Tomlin's one of those guys I feel like if he wins the game, he'll probably keep his job. But here's the thing. If Mike Tomlin gets fired, he'll get hired tomorrow. No doubt. I mean, he's – and I want I almost want him to leave Pittsburgh because I like Mike Tomlin a lot. Mm-hmm. I think he's the – kind of that bridge between the old school and the new school that might still work. The old school is obviously gone. I think that that era of coaching in all sports, I mean across the board, college and football and and pro is gone. If you you know if you're that old school, right. that's just not going to work these days. Um, then you got some of these new school younger guys that are more, you know, hip and doing all these kind of things, and that are younger than half the players on their team, and blah 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 blah. I think Tomlin's that middle ground. Um, do you agree with that? I mean. Yeah, because he he can still relate. Yes, in certain ways, but he's getting to be the old hat. I know. right. He's getting to be the old guard. Yeah, we've gone through this transition of you know legendary coaches dropping off like flies. Exactly. <laughs> and Tomlin's about to be in the elder statesman category uh-huh. of just old school football coach. You know, kind of what, what what did people. People used to tell me when I was a younger man mm-hmm. that I was older than my years. <laughs> Could see things in a way that young kids did. Is that right? You know? And I tried to regress as much as possible as I got older mm-hmm. uh, so that I would kind of even myself out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've been 40 years old since I was 10. <laughs> so now I'm going the other way. Now that I've hit 40, I'm going backwards. Oh, so you're, you're starting to get more hip, Tank. Yeah, hip to the hip not to the, not hip, just hip stupider. To, hip right? to the kids these days. <laughs> <laughs> Wisdom comes with age. I want to get dumber over the years. There you go. So I'm going the other way now. But Mike Tomlin is, if I were the Pittsburgh Steelers, 
I would do what you what what you said. Yeah, just let it go. Mm-hmm. Let this last year of the contract play out. Let's see where we're going at the end of the year. Do we yeah. feel like we're going up? We're going down. There's also a part of me that if I'm the Pittsburgh Steelers, I just want to shut this down now. Yeah, this is not what we do. We don't talk about this. We're not moving on. And I'll give him a four year contract extension. I can come out. I can come off of it any at, at any stage. To me, the PR play here would be give him the extension, have all the new hired staff and all of that, give the confidence vote that he's the guy to get us down the road. You can back out at any time. But we all know in the building. So you're saying that they would give him a contract extension but fire him at the end of the year? No, no, no. Okay. No, you wouldn't. No. Okay. You, you are, you, they're going in. All intents and purposes, all all their their front facing properties. Yeah, is Mike Tomlin is our guy. Mm-hmm. That was adamant yesterday. He is not going anywhere. Right. I think they'll give him a contract extension, but behind closed doors, there's still that little thread. Yeah. You don't have a whole lot to hang on to here. I'll give you the public extension. Not going to be great, you know. It won't have like a massive buyout on it or anything, but we'll give you the vote of confidence for the next few years. I would be You don't have to win you don't you don't have to go to an AFC championship game this year. I feel like they're just should at this point. Let's ride this out. We got one more year on the contract. Show us what you're gonna do, and then we make a decision in the offseason. Mm-hmm. That's just the I think that's the way to go. You know, I just if if you're already having internal thoughts of we need to see more, well how much have we already seen? I mean, God, he's been there for how long now? Mm-hmm. You know, we you still have Kenny Pickett at quarterback. You don't Which have... he was put on notice yeah. as well. well the, owner, the, the owner said he knows where he's at. Well, We've you know, talked to him. He has to get better. He knows that, and we're moving on regardless. We'll, we'll see how that works out. Right. Or if we see if Russell Wilson will be in the building next year as well. There's been a lot of chatter about Russell mm-hmm. Wilson going to Pittsburgh. Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield – you could see them maybe make a trade in the draft or something to get up and get a quarterback. They've got they've got options. Kenny Pickett is the worst one of those options, though. Are the Pittsburgh Steelers a veteran quarterback away from doing damage in the playoffs? Yeah. Yes. With the right one. With the right one, you could be. I don't see... A Russell Wilson making that much of a difference. No. I don't see a Kirk Cousins making that much of a difference. I I, I feel like Kirk they Cousins. They had the worst quarterback in Kirk the Kirk Cousins could make more of a difference, I think, than the other ones. But do I see them going to a championship game or a Super Bowl? No. No. They had if the if he wasn't the worst, he was one of the worst Listen, quarterbacks. I think he had him. a QBR of like thirty eight this he, year. Here's the thing with these with these franchises and things like that, and it kind of shows you. And I said this a lot this year with all the injuries that we saw to quarterbacks. It showed a lot about your team and who you have and your depth and your who's running the program when you can lose your quarterback and you can still win football games i feel like with cleveland just showed you you know hey you lose your quarterback you started four quarterbacks you still made a playoffs and people thought hey possibly could make even a run pittsburgh steelers made the playoffs 
with a Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, and Kenny Pickett trio. Yeah. It shows a lot when you have that kind of stuff. Cincinnati's winning football games with Jake Brown. Then you have some of the other teams. You lose a quarterback, New York Football Jets, mm-hmm. and you see what happens. Mm-hmm. Quarterback's so, very important. And I also feel that that a lot of that is going to lead to a lot of reaching for quarterbacks in this draft. I think folks are going to see how many injuries that there were at the quarterback position, and I think we're going to see some quarterbacks drafted way higher than they probably should. And now I'm not talking first round. Mm -hmm. I'm talking that mid, you know, that second day. I think you're going to see way more quarterbacks go than normally would because people are going to be like, we need someone in this building because – Chances are our quarterback's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Percentages are pretty close to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this is the depth of quarterbacks in this draft that's going to lead to that, but I still think it's going <laughs> to happen. I don't think so. But if, I still think it's going to happen. You're probably right. You know, the backup quarterback. This was the year of the backup quarterback in many instances. Uh, teams having to flip and play backups, and we saw Josh Dobbs uh, make waves with two different teams this year. Yeah, uh, it's it's it, Tommy it was, Cutlet, it was baby. Gross at Tommy Cutlet. It was super gross at times. Right. I mean, but, I can't believe the amount of backup quarterbacks that were winning games. <laughs> oh yeah, it was insane. Hell, Joe Falco went to the playoffs. Hey, it was a weird year. Yeah. Um, we went down this Mike Tomlin rabbit hole. Uh, yeah. We were going to talk about him anyway in the yeah. uh, statements from the Pittsburgh ownership, but uh, what led us down this path is. You know, uh, Divine Comedy saying, could Kyle Shanahan be on the hot seat if he loses another Super Bowl? I think that's an honest question because at some point you realize that guy's not the guy. And if I'm at the top of the game, I have to find the guy. And we just saw the NBA NBA do this with Milwaukee. Um, We went, we went. Adrian Griffin, he's not the guy to get us a championship right now. But you know what Doc Rivers is? I'm Come not on. saying Doc Rivers was the guy. I'm just saying that took a – to me, that took a lot of stones to go, that's not the guy. We got to make a change. Maybe that's – You can't – I get I, it's a different world. It's a humongously, completely, and 100% different world. But to the San Francisco 49ers, look at Kyle Shanahan and go, he can't do it. He's not the guy. We need to move on. If you've been to three Super Bowls, I feel like you get credit for that, right? Just because you can't win the game, I don't feel like that's done over job gone. Let's be clear here. He's been a head coach for one of them. Okay? This well, is, yeah. This is only going to be his second time there as a, as head, a head coach. As a head coach. Okay? Everybody blames him for the the Falcons' loss. Well, no, that was Dan Campbell's fault. Yes, of course it was. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like I, again, we can't we can't talk about a head coaching job when you were there and as a Super Bowl loser when you were a coordinator for that team. I can't. That's not fair. That doesn't count. I, I I don't believe so when it comes to a head okay. coaching job. Okay. I don't think it's fair to say, hey, you lost in Super Bowl as the offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons, so I'm going to clean that into the your head coach of the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, come on. We can't do it. Okay. We don't so give, losing two does, Super Bowls. Does Bill Belichick enough. have seven Super Bowls because he won one with the Giants? No, he doesn't. 
That's got fair. he's got six. That's fair. That's what we talk about. If we're not going to count the Super Bowl wins as an assistant or or as an offensive coordinator, then well, we shouldn't count the losses. One hundred percent. Okay. Okay. He's I can go, go down he's that going path. In, he's going into his second one. That's the way we were to look at it. Yes. And if he loses, um, you know, you're also going against Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. again, which is rough. It's tough. And you know what? It sucks. You know. A lot of people had a lot, a lot, lost a lot of games. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in the exactly. Super Bowl. Exactly. When you go, when you, when you go against the big dog, you better bring the A game. You one, know what I'm saying? One dynasty after another. Yeah. It's. I mean, you got to ask yourself: Is are you okay with being the continual runner up? That's where San Francisco will feel. Yeah. But hey, at least you got to feel better than Dallas fans, right? We're going to weave all that into the fan power ranking. Coming up uh, later on in the hour, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about some more changes in L.A. with the Chargers. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC, brokered by eXp Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. And did I mention that Clarissa Sells WNC loves teachers? We love teachers so much, we're giving back 25% of our commission at closing. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or clarissasellswnc at gmail.com. All right, back in the uh, sports office. Hey, I'm glad that you're dancing along with me. I can never get him to dance. I love and, him when he dances yeah, like that. He's just—he's—he's he's Captain he's a, No he's, Fun. He's a curmudgeon, dude. I know. <laughs> I feel like my camera. Like I keep got to sliding over to the middle I of the know, desk here. I know. I'm, I'm, it's bothering me. Anyway, um, yeah. Welcome back into the program. We got breaking news in the NFL, according to uh, well, Soaring Eagle with the uh, with the super chat here. So let me hit the uh, hit the button. Uh, he says, uh, Tom Pelissero reporting that the Steelers are expected to hire Arthur Smith as their new offensive coordinator. So Arthur Smith was, uh, not waiting around for Mike Vrabel to get a job anywhere as, uh, Floster Damas was trying to lead us to believe. I and- was th- thinking that was going to be a package deal, but I mean, there's what one job left and it's, it's the Seattle job. I, I don't, he's not, I, he, they say, I guess he's been talked to by Washington, but everything tells me that's Ben Johnson. Yeah, and then the Seattle job, I just don't know what's happening out there. It's Mike McDonald. And that's what's Divine probably- Comedy, who's our uh he's a, he's our, our our Seahawk whisperer. Uh he's already said that that's that's going to happen at some point today. He's going to be brought in, they're going to make the decision, and that's the way it's going to go. And I and and I trust that. Yeah, um, it would be a good good way to go. I, I you know. 
Mike McDonald's going to be a good coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I but, don't know if the defensive defensive coach is the way that I would go out there in Seattle. But hey, you know, Arthur Smith. How does that how does that ring to you in in, Ar- in Pittsburgh? Arthur Smith is a very good offensive coordinator. He especially is really good with a team that can run the football and has can play action pass. That's his wheelhouse. Yep. Um, and that may be the path for Kenny. Does the Steelers have a good running game? Pretty darn good. Warren yeah. and, and, and Harris yeah, over the last half of the season were pretty pretty darn good. Not bad. Um, with a team that can play defense and can run the ball and play action pass. I mean, Tannehill's best year. Heck, what did the Titans go, what, 13-3 and three that year? I mean, I know they lost the first round, but they had mm-hmm. they were the number one seed in the playoffs that year. Mm-hmm. Um, they were pretty darn good. And Tannehill went from being nobody to being a relevant quarterback in this league again under Arthur Smith. I would say R.I.P. Uh, Jalen Warren fans. Uh, all you that were hoping that he was he was going to be seen as the as the star and take over there for Najee Harris. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, Arthur Smith, he has completely soured me after the Bijan Robinson thing. Like, I, I don't know what Bijan did to you, what personal grudge you might have had against this young man, but he is one of the best running backs I've ever seen at his age coming into the league, and you just refuse to use him like we wanted you to. Like everyone said you should have. There's no reason to continue to run Tyler Algier the way you did when you have B. John Robinson on the team. And it frustrated me to no end this year. Like I know it did so many Atlanta Falcons fans and that would bring up questions to me about his decision-making abilities. But I feel like Mike Tomlin would have looked him in the face and went, what are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) There's a difference when you're the coordinator, when you're the head coach, right? It's, It's a much different thing. It's a difference when you're the de facto coordinator and head coach. You're just the offensive coordinator here. Mike Tomlin's the head coach. If he wants Jalen Warren to be getting the ball, he's going to be getting the ball. Mm-hmm. But he's going to use both of them without a shadow of a doubt. It's going to happen. I think this is a decent fit. I think people are soured on Arthur Smith because of what happened in Atlanta. I think that's it's hard not to it's, be. It's, it's exactly. But I mean, I said that I, I said this yesterday. Yeah. Just because the last result wasn't what you wanted doesn't mean this guy's not a good coach. Yeah. Doesn't mean that he doesn't have a role somewhere. Maybe he's not a head coach in this league. But he was a pretty good offensive coordinator and you know re, rejuvenated Ryan yeah. Tannehill. Maybe he can get the most out of Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Hey, Spags wasn't a very good head coach, but guess what? He's a damn good offensive or defensive coordinator. You know what I mean? Like yes. there's there's people that are just good coordinators, and there's people that are not good head coaches. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I think this is gonna be just fine for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Arthur Smith their new offensive coordinator. The Los Angeles Chargers also making some waves as they are dipping into the Baltimore Ravens war chest of scouts. The director of player personnel for the Baltimore Ravens will now be going on to be the GM of the Los Angeles Chargers. That's weird. Joe Hortiz. I wonder if the uh, if the old Harbaugh brothers had a little bit of conversation. I mean, it's you know they're like, hey, hey Jim, you might want to get this fella. He's up and coming. You know, that's the beauty of that kind of stuff. 
if I'm looking to build a culture uh-huh. and I need to have talent in my building, mm-hmm. there's no other organization to go to. Mm-hmm. No better organization, I guess, to go to than the Baltimore Ravens, who have drafted phenomenally well over the years. And Joe Hortiz has been there for 26 years. Yeah. He came in in a program that they called the 2020 program, where they went in in 1998 and they hired a whole bunch of 20-year-olds for $20,000 a year and brought them up through their ranks as scouts and just doing things, you know, administrative things with the team and He has risen his way through the ranks over 26 years, learning from Ozzie Newsome and Eric DaCosta. Do we know how many of those 20 are left? Oh, I imagine it's probably only one. (laughs) There's probably none now. (laughs) Hey, man, if you would have been able to give me an NFL job at, what year was that? What did you say? It was 1998, I think it was. God almighty, I was 21 years old. It would have been a beauty. It would have been it would have been amazing. He's forty eight years old now. I so wasn't making much more than twenty thousand dollars in nineteen ninety eight a year to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, <laughs> I, again, this is you wanna you, you wanna build the yep. hope of a franchise. What did we need? We needed a head coach. We got a head coach. We needed a GM. Well, we just stole one of the main scouts, I guess, for one of the best drafting teams in the league. A guy who learned under some of the best to do it. It's a good call. You're starting to create that culture out there. And, you know, maybe there's a little bit of uh, hope. And we're going to be talking about that a little bit later with some of the with the, with the with the team. And that, my friends, is what you call a segue. And good for you. <laughs> Second day on the job, you're already better than Jeremy was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get just a bit outside. And then we will give you our first highs in the fan excitement category our power rankings tuesday special here the highs of the fan experience in the nfl who's got the most hope going forward it's coming up next we're back counting down to kickoff let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with beast unleashed presented by monster brewing number one beat the heat unleash the beast with bold familiar flavors zero caffeine and zero sugar number two running the option there's four to choose from white haze peach perfect scary berries and my personal favorite mean green and number three at six percent abv max protect always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over beast unleashed available at your local retailer if cleanliness is next to godliness look around the car right now is that very godly look life comes at you fast but so does wnc auto detailing they have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor you don't believe me check them out on instagram all that filth and years of stains disappear wnc auto detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction and they do wax and ceramic coatings call wnc auto detailing at 455-3700 premium care with a southern hospitality touch if you're looking to buy sell or invest in real estate in the mountains you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC brokered by EXP Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. Download our free app on Google Play or the App Store. Type in Asheville Home Search. You'll be able to connect with our team and see all the available homes for sale in our area. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or clarissasellswnc at gmail.com.
boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. All right, we are back at the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM at 1400. Time to get just a bit outside. Um, You always, as a kid, at least I did, think about your parents and you wanted to do right by your parents. I always wanted to, I always enjoyed the story of uh, Jim Carrey when he was coming up. And one day he's a struggling comedian, and before he ever hit it big, the story was that he wrote a check to his dad for a million dollars with his first bank account, and he gave him the check. He said, "You hang on to this, and yep. in five years, I'm gonna you're gonna be able to take this to the bank, and you're gonna be able to cash it." As the story goes, he was able to do that. It was highly successful. Something I was never able to do. Um, well, the Sanders kids, though, <laughs> they got a lot of money. They got way more money than they know what to do with. They didn't even have to work hard uh, on the uh, on the nightclub circuit to get the money. No, nope. <laughs> like Jim Carrey had to. Uh, the Sanders kids, they gave a gift to Dad. Dion Jr., Shadour, and Shiloh getting headlines today because they bought Dad a house in Boulder. I haven't seen the entire house, but the video that I have seen of it looks like the he's standing out on the patio and he's looking out at the mountains. And it looks like he's at Scarface's house. It's got like that ornate kind of architecture to the outside of the house. This thing needs its own zip code. Probably. It's massive. Did they buy this outright? You couldn't have. I don't think even with the NIL deals that they would have enough for this. They put a down payment on it. <laughs> I mean, Shadur and Shiloh, you know, they're playing they're playing at Colorado. Dion Jr., is he is he playing somewhere? I have no idea. Is he I he I think he's the older of them, and I don't think he plays anywhere. I'm not sure what he does for a living. But I thought Damn, that's early to pay off on that. You know what? You know that NIL money. We have no idea how much they how much they're making. No, we don't. We don't. And good for them. I'm not begrudging them, and I'm not saying this is. I I, I love the fact that the kids were able to come together, pool their money, and go. You know what? We're buying Dad a house. Yeah. I mean, I know he doesn't need us to buy him a house. And I'm sure that that it's just it's one of those things where hey, we want to do something for dear well, old Dad. Th- well, think about all the other. Or not all the other, but many of the other athletes. You hear these stories, right? They get the big contract, yeah. so what? They can take care of mom and dad. Yep. Obviously, it's a little bit of a different situation here because dad's de- not destitute. When dear old dad is, is <laughs> right. primetime Sanders, right. you know? But now he has two houses. Yeah. They bought a house. Uh, I can't remember where it said. I think they said it was like 15 minutes or 15 miles or something from from Boulder. Okay but they actually bought him a house in Boulder. In Boulder, okay. So he doesn't have to commute the 15 minutes oh, or whatever. God, for, God forbid. Good Lord. Can't have that. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. I just thought that was crazy. Yeah. Deion Sanders being gifted a house by his kids who are still in college. I know. It's weird. This uh, this one was gonna, it really chaps me as a, as a, um, a New York Yankees fan. So the uh, Los Angeles Angels have agreed to terms with uh, outfielder Aaron Hicks who's like 34, 35 years old. Um, So they got him to a two-year deal. Um, I believe it's just a bit over $19 million or something like that. 
Um, well, the the New York Yankees are on the hook for every single bit of that, except for what the league minimum is in the league, which I believe is seven hundred and forty thousand dollars over yes. the next two years, because he's still under contract for that ten year, seventy million dollar contract we signed for him the other a couple years ago um, when we released him when he was batting one eighty two. Um, these are some of my favorite stories when people are getting paid and then they're like, no, no, they're not paying you. The, your former team is paying you. And that just, as a, as, a, as a fan of the Yankees, I'm like, how many of these contracts are out there, to be honest with you? <laughs> how much dead money how do we have? How much dead money do we have out there? But, you know, hey. It doesn't matter. You know, it's not, it's not like um, Aaron Hicks is, you know, rocking the change in, in, in Los Angeles out there. I believe his batting average is below the Mendoza line over the last few years. I think his career average is at the Mendoza line. I was reading the AP story on it this morning, and I and I got a kick out of the $750,000 salary that the Angels were going to pay. But then when it got to the bottom line of his stats, I was like, oh, yeah. he's batting 200 with 108 home runs, and this guy got a hundred and he whatever a, million he dollar contract? He had a couple, couple good years with the Yankees coming off from Minnesota, and you know it was just they were decided we wanted to give him you know, a good contract, you know, play for the Yankees you get big money you know that's the way it goes but you know what it's baseball and everybody gets paid oh yeah I mean massive contracts the Dodgers um what they signed over the last just this summer is more than I think a third or two-thirds of the entire payroll of the entire Major League Baseball they're doing they're doing that thing where they're just gonna kick it all down the road push it down the line just kick it all down the road it doesn't matter uh all right power rankings Tuesday we're looking at fan rankings today. So this is like this is where me and Brian feel your team should should where your fandom yes. should be right now amongst all of the teams now, in the league. Now this is very subjective as well. Oh, it's there, 100% there's there's subjective. some teams that are like obviously there's hope more, you know, springs eternally that kind of thing. There's also teams that hey, we're you know, we're really good and we're going to be good for a while. So there's a little bit of, you know, if we were just going by increased hope, it would be a different ranking system than where we're at right now, I believe. Mm-hmm. So our, our our gathering here, we're going to we're going to start with the highs and then next hour we'll talk about the mids mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about the lows yep. in the last hour of the program. So splitting up the league into these thirds, we'll start at the top mm-hmm. because we got the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously. Who, uh, you know, we're kings of the mountain. We're not going anywhere. Listen, we have Patrick Mahomes, and we're going to have Patrick Mahomes for a while. So our hope is higher than everybody else's because we have the best player in the league. We are hated by everyone. Mm. We have become the New England Patriots. Yep. So quickly, in just a matter of six years, we became the franchise that everybody hates. And now every time we win, or every time we make the news, or every time there's a headline, it's hate coming our way. That's how you know you're good. Yep. I had some. I had a a boss tell me one time if you're you know you know if you're not over the tar if you're not taking fire then you're not over the target. Yep. You know. So if they're firing at you, then you know you're doing something right. It's kind of like listen, we got we've got the best player in the league. You don't. We're going to be good. So the Chiefs have to be one. Mm-hmm. I think the Forty ers have to be two. 
you're in the Super Bowl for a second time in a couple years. You have uh, a quarterback who was the last pick in the draft, so you have another year of him making pennies. Um, all these guys are still under contract. I believe almost everybody is under contract for the next year or two. So you're in a good spot. I don't see many things changing from that perspective. I see them, you know, moving the next year, being in the same position, being probably the favorites in the NFC. Mm-hmm. And then number three, the Houston Texans. I it's kind of remember yesterday when I picked CJ Stroud and you were like, yeah. Really? And yeah. I was like, Yep. This year went that well. The as a Houston Texans fan, now remember this is not like who's gonna win the Super Bowl next year. This is this is how we feel your fans should feel at this point. I can't feel any better about what's going on right now. We just made- had CJ Stroud and Will Anderson have great rookie seasons. Am I bummed that I gave up a first round pick to get that? No. No. Do you see where that pick's at right now? Yeah, it's what, 25? I think it's 24, 25? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when they made the trade, we thought that's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, the Cardinals I could are going to be the number one pick. <laughs> Cardinals are going to have the top two picks top in the two draft. Picks. <laughs> top two picks in the draft, but it didn't happen. And now the Houston Texans look like geniuses. Because in one year, you got an elite edge rusher, you got the quarterback of the future, and you got your your, your head coach. Yeah. Should be a little uh, iffy about bo- losing Bobby Slowick, but that's not happened yet. Nobody's hired him yet. Hey, we made the playoffs. So he may, be, he may do the Ben Johnson thing where he comes back for another year and we make a run. Yeah. We push the AFC championship game. Maybe, maybe we can take down the Kansas City Chiefs when we get there. We also got to remember uh, Tank Dell was hurt last last half of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was humongous this year. When you bring him back, you might even add another weapon because Jeremy's told us a hundred times this is the best wide receiver draft he's ever seen. Number four, the Detroit Lions. I know it hurts, guys, and I know that. I know I want you to 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 stop yourself from crawling back into the depression wing, mm-hmm. right? We want to get away from this is terrible, we're going to blow it, all of that. I know Dan Campbell helped you lose the biggest lead that you've ever seen in a championship game as a franchise. But there's a lot to be excited about moving forward with this team. And you just made it to the first NFC championship game since 1991. You have to feel good about where you're at. I believe you can add some pieces to the defense. You can probably try to add another wide receiver to that mix. I think you knocked it out of the park with the Porta and you knocked it out of the park with Gibbs. A lot of people were hammering on them for picking Gibbs so high. Are you, are you doing that much today? No, there's, Going to be a drop-off if Ben Johnson leaves? Yes. I still believe that that culture's there. Holmes is there. He's done a great job. you got to still have the hope that this is, we're changing this. We're making the adjustments. Mm-hmm. We were there. But we're not going to let that define who we are in the future because of one half of football. And also, we got to, we're, we're we got to not let that Philadelphia Eagles thing happen yes, to us. Yes, yes. Where we lose our coordinators and then 
it get we get unveiled. That is that is that is a possibility. It is so because at any moment we can have the breaking news that Ben Johnson is gone. Yeah, and I just want to you know I just want to reiterate the fact that you know don't lose hope, Lions fans. Don't lose hope. You still there's still hope there for you. <laughs> uh, and number five, and then we'll take a quick break and we'll come back and do the other five okay. after the break. Mm-hmm. The uh, at number five in the fan excitement power ranking. Here in the sportsocracy, it's the Baltimore Ravens. Yep. Lamar Jackson is going to take all the heat, and it's well-deserved. He played a huge role in losing that game. But you still have to feel good about where you're at. I believe so. You still are the Baltimore Ravens. You run this division Mm -hmm. until somebody unseats you. Listen, Lamar Jackson is still an elite quarterback. John Elway eventually won one. Yes. He got there. Peyton Manning eventually won one. Give it time. Lamar's still young. We got plenty of legs left. Pretty sure they're not going to go into an AFC championship game with the game plan of we're going to throw the ball and drop back 82% of the time again. It's not going to happen. Yeah, no, not going to happen. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll give you the rest of the high highs tier of the fan power ranking here on a power rankings Tuesday in the sportsocracy. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics have teamed up under new ownership by an Asheville native to better serve our community with the finest custom apparel and unique branded items at the best price. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics can customize whatever you, your team, business, or local group may need through high-quality screen printing, embroidery, and laser engraving right here in Asheville. Free personal delivery within Buncombe County and a reduced delivery fee anywhere in Western North Carolina. Visit ShowtimeSportsAVL.com and MountainGraphicsAVL.com. Your one-stop custom apparel shops. At Ingalls, we're proud to work with hundreds of local farms and businesses in the communities we call home. Not only does it ensure that you get top quality fresh items for your family table, it's a way for us to support the amazing individuals who pour their heart and soul into delivering the very best they can do. Quality, freshness, community, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. We are back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. This Power Rankings Tuesday. The completely subjective fan excitement power ranking put together by myself. And football, Farley. Um, this is not going to match yours. It's yeah. not going to match anybody else's. It's just ours. We're calling it our own. Um, we're going the high highs, the mid-mids next hour, and the low lows at the end of the show. We've already gone Chiefs, 49ers, Texans, Lions, Ravens. That's your top five, in our opinion, of the fan bases who have the most excitement for now and into the future. Mm-hmm. Number six, Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow returns. I know you just lost Brian Callahan, but how much do I care about that? Not a, not, not a great deal. 
I'm giving Zach Taylor a lot of credit here, and I know Callahan's been a uh, useful piece for us, but I still got Joe Burr. When we were talking about it earlier, when we were talking about wins by backup quarterbacks, listen, Jake Browning won, like, what, three, four games? Um, they were pretty close to making the playoffs with Jake Browning at quarterback. That tells me your team is in a good spot when your all-world quarterback comes back. And now his health is a question because he has been able, you know. In and out. In and out. And when he's healthy, Bengals do damage. They either make it to championship games or Super Bowls. When he's not healthy, obviously you see what happens. You're going to lose T. Higgins. It's, no doubt. It's going to happen. Um, do I care all that much about that? A, a smidgen, you know. I think they can probably find somebody else. But, again, when you have a quarterback like Joe Burrow, I look at him as a top-five quarterback in this league. And when you have a top-five quarterback, mm-hmm. you got to have you're going, your team's going to have hope. Listen, you've already beat Kansas City in Kansas City. So you, you've taken down the monster mm-hmm. before. It can and we be, can do it, it again. Can, and we can do it again. And we can do it again. Uh, as long as I got Jamar Chase around me and Joe Burr, I keep those two things in place, I'm always going to be happy. And I felt like Cincinnati's defense took a big step up this year as well. Number seven is the Rams. Yep. You got to be excited with the young weapons that you got. I know Matthew Stafford's getting older, but Sean McVay did wonders this year with that team. It's and I and and now we got draft picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> now they, we got something. We got a first round draft pick coming in. We're we're high high right now. Uh, number eight was the Browns. Mm-hmm. Defense is awesome. Deshaun Watson's coming back. You have to be hopeful. You made the you made the playoffs with Joe Flacco on your fourth quarterback of the year. Deshaun was in and out of the lineup. You got to hope that you see from Deshaun Watson next year kind of what you saw prior to him getting hurt. Now, he also is someone who gets hurt a lot, but you also shown that you can do this without some without Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, Green Bay Packers. You know what? It's stupid. It sounds gross. But I feel like Packer fans are all in, wrong or right. Packer fans are all in on on Jordan Love for right now. Is there better young weapons in the league than in Green Bay? To, as a totality, not as a not as a, not as a totality. I'm, and I'm think. I'm just talking wide receiver tight ends. I mean, you seem to have like basically knocked it out of the park with the two tight ends. Definitely not younger. Yeah, they're. I mean, they were the youngest team in the entire league, and they made the playoffs again. You know, Jordan Love the last six weeks of the year was probably top three quarterback in the entire league. Mm-hmm. You probably should have beat the 49ers. All right, and then top ten of the highest highs among fan bases. We'll get to them all before the end of the program. And number ten it's the Los Angeles Chargers. Yep. Jim Harbaugh's in town. We're making moves in the front office, and we got a shot to end the curse and I feel like you got to be feeling real good with a top five pick and Jim Harbaugh coming in this next year. Power Rankings Tuesday will continue in the next hour, and we'll get a report from the Senior Bowl with Flostradamus Jeremy Green. The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to... Get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingle Studio.
It is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. The Sportsocracy is heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, seen live in the YouTube in the Ingles studio on YouTube. Just go to the sportsocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel, join us in the chat, and we're gonna Ah, uh, breaking news coming down, and you know what? We're just we're just gonna go live down to Mobile, Alabama, where Flosterdamus Jeremy Green is standing by live at the Reese's Senior Bowl, and some some wild scrambling going on down there with all the reporters in town. Uh, yeah, it was a weird time to be a uh, reporter from the town Ben Johnson's from. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> So apparently, I was standing in line at the I was standing in line at the concessions here because we're in between the practices. The national team just went off. The American team is coming on, and it was the media interviews on field. And I knew something had happened, but I couldn't figure out what it was because every national reporter just scurried off the field before the uh, before the media break ended. And so I looked at my phone, and then I figured it out. That's what's happening. Ben Johnson is going to be staying in Detroit. Ben Johnson is remaining with the Detroit Lions. It's crazy. Uh, Adam Schefter just tweeting out Ben Johnson was not the head coaching lock that people thought, and his asking price spooked some teams. Per sources. Uh, I, I hate to disagree with Adam. Uh, I think I'm looking at Adam right now. But... <laughs> You said that in a really misleading way. He was a hundred percent the lock, but he he didn't want to just take a job to take a job, and the, the asking price was high. I don't know if it was fifteen million dollars that's been reported. That's not. I, I got no consensus of that here. Mm-hmm. It, that it was that high. That's a that's a very very high number for a first time head coach. But I, I had heard that the asking price was high because he's comfortable. He's happy in Detroit. People will make this something that it's not, that, that he thinks he's worth more than he is. No, he's just happy, and you are going to have to possibly overpay him to get him out of there. Yes. And and the fact is there, there's unfinished business still, I believe. And, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with a guy being happy where he is, not being dead sold on all of the jobs, and saying, you know what, if you'll do something dumb, then I'll take it, and if you won't, then I'll stay where I am. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, I've heard uh, I've heard Shane Laws, the head coach of the uh, AC Reynolds Rockets, talk about Ben Johnson time and time and time again, and what a different kind of cat he was when he was coaching him. And as he's come up through the ranks, you know, they've kept touch because that's what guys do, right? They keep touch yeah. with their old high school ball coaches. And one of his one of his uh, um, glowing accolades for Ben is that he is so mature and he is able to just make tough decisions that others won't, right? He did that last year by saying no to the Carolina Panthers. I'm staying in Detroit. I got more to do. Maybe he felt Washington wasn't the place for him and he needed to stay in Detroit and continue this or just wait for another job that might be better to come open next year. Well, I mean, I don't claim to be Adam Schefter, but I will tell you what what my sources have told me. 
Washington was the only job on the market that he was legit interested in. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, now why that is, I'm not 100 percent sure. He talked to Seattle. He talked to Carolina. Uh, I think maybe he talked to Atlanta once, and just none of those jobs really appealed to it. Mm-hmm. Does this make Bobby Slovak the head lead guy for Washington? Or if it's not Bobby Slovak by the end of the day, I'll be shocked. Okay. I'll, I, g- genuinely, I will be dumbfounded because that has always been told to me that that's the backup plan. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it was really a 1B to them more than it was a 1A. That's what I've learned in the last 15 minutes. Okay. Is that this wasn't, oh, we're dead set on Ben Johnson. It was, we prefer Ben slightly, but we will not be unhappy with Bobby Slowing. Yeah, that's great. All right, tell us what else is going on down there at the Senior Bowl. Give us the scene setter, the mood, other than the, the, the rush for the breaking news there. What, what's the first morning been like? Uh, I'll never miss another one of these. You know, I've got, I've got, I've got Mullen Senior with me, and uh, you know, he texted my mother, uh, which would be his wife, and said, uh, it, it, the, the, I believe his exact phrase was, "The boy is in hog heaven." It is shocking how much more you see watching these practices. Uh, I mean, I'm going to have a full YouTube live tonight, based off what I saw. I mean, we've only had one practice. We've only had the national team. And I've already got some – I've had some things confirmed. There is now no doubt to me who the number one center in this class is. There's no doubt to me who the number one cornerback in this class is. And they're both here. Wow. They're both here. And to me, it's not really all that close with one of them. But you'll have to tune in tonight to find out who those are. Yes, we right. will. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, down there rubbing elbows with all of the, uh, all of the other scouts and such, uh, can you – can you give us a name that was thrown around today of maybe some some scouts that were impressed by somebody? Uh, Tez Walker from North Carolina had a really good morning. Uh, it, it appears that we were we were all kind of lockstep in that, uh, and you know you don't want to release too much, so you got to stay away from the scouts that are associated with teams. You got to get the content creators who are kind of looking at you like, "Hey, did you see the same thing I did? Do, do, do we agree on this?" And it's. The, the the commonalities that I heard were Tez Walker, Roman Wilson had an incredible morning session. That kid just seems to be open all the time. And uh, we've got some running backs down here. I didn't necessarily I, – I wasn't blown away by the running back class, but they had a really good morning session, and, and I'm really looking forward to digging further into them uh, as the week goes on. But, I mean, you know the question that you want to ask me. What's that? What position does everybody really care about? Quarterbacks. There you go. Go guess who the three quarterbacks were in the morning. Where are they at? Uh, it was Michael Penix Jr., it was Bo Nix, and it was Sam Hartman. I can tell you definitively Sam Hartman is the, the, the worst of those three, and it's not really all that close. <laughs> I don't think we, Sam, I don't sure think we expected a, anything different. He is a super nice guy, I'm sure. But uh, and I'll tell you a funny story. So as we, Mullet Senior and I got down here late because the the journey apparently takes 48 years. <laughs> it, according to the according to the GPS, it took nine hours. It felt like it took nine days. But we got in late last night, so we didn't get our press credentials until this morning when we had to wait in line for that. I had JT Daniels in line with me. And we were talking, and I kept looking at him going, you look really familiar, and I couldn't put my finger on why. And then when he got to the window, he said, JT Daniels, and I looked at that and went, that's why. 
I cussed his name many a time when he had a WV on his helmet. (laughs) (laughs) Super nice kid in person, though. Yeah. Uh, But as for the quarterbacks, Michael Penix has an absolute rope. Uh, I I mean, I've I've seen a lot of football up close and personal. I don't know that I've ever seen an arm that lively. The the throwing motion has some issues. We've talked about that. We'll dig into that further. But I, I was really impressed by the arm strength. Bo Nix has I, – I, I now have a comparison in my head, and you know I hate doing those, but once I have a comp in my head, it doesn't tend to go away. It's Baker Mayfield. Yeah. That's who he reminds me of. He, may, he can make incredible throws, and he made a couple this morning. And then he makes the simplistic look really difficult. The only negative play I saw for Roman Wilson all day – was a, a short hop throw where he just couldn't make the catch. Mm-hmm. But seeing it as I saw it, it was more a bad throw than it was a, a, a drop. The, uh, the the center that you were talking about, who who is that? The number one center? Uh, it, it's uh, Jackson Powers from yeah. uh, Oregon. I, I and did when a, I say – go ahead. I was going to say I did a quick uh, search on Senior Bowl just to see what was trending, and the first thing that popped up was – a, a, a scene of him just destroying a Clemson D-tackle. Def- uh, you know what's funny? I I had a feeling that you were going to say there was a, a clip trending somewhere. I didn't know what school you were going to say, and there were four different schools you could have said there, and it would have been accurate. Because <laughs> he's done it to everybody. Uh, that, I, I told Mullet Senior, I was like, tomorrow when we get one-on-one with these guys, that's one of the top three players that I want. Uh-huh. Because I'm not sure that kid doesn't end up in the first round. I mean, he was that good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at it this way. you got all, Think of all the players that you had here. You had two Carolina guys were Carolina affiliates. So you got Tez Walker, you got Cedric Gray, Peyton Wilson from NC State, all these skill position players. And the top of my, my notes for the morning session was uh, Jackson Powers in capital letters with exclamation points. And I think by the end of it, I wrote little hearts around his name. Mm-hmm. I just love him. Jets and Jackson Powers for <laughs> Since you missed out on John Michael Schmitz or whatever. Uh, hey, we got we, we got Pittman, but uh, I, I could be really happy with Pittman and Powers right beside each other. Right, yeah. right. So. You do got a lot of names uh, that are down there this year. Obviously, uh, he's already mentioned Michael Penix down there doing the workouts today. Uh, Leatu Latu as well. I uh, just saw him and Talese. I just saw a him clip and of him went at each other. <laughs> I just him saw and Talise Fulaga went at each other the whole morning session. Yeah. I don't think anybody blocked the other one. I think they literally lined up against each other on every rep. Uh, I have more video of those two than you could shake a stick at. And literally, as soon as you feel like you know which one was winning that battle, you get to a certain clip in that reel and go, oh, that turned. And yeah. that was how it was all morning long. Fulaga looked really good at times. Uh, Latu looked really good at times, and then they got the better of each other. And that's that's the beauty of what we're doing down here in, in Mobile is that you get to see these guys one-on-one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there, there is no, oh, I play in the Pac-12, so I'm not seeing elite offensive uh, tackles or, or, or elite edge rushers. It's, no, these are the best players in the country. And one-on-one, Jimmy's and Joe's, one-on-one. And, and I, I love it. It's I will never miss another one of these. I can tell you that. But you can pencil in that Jeremy is going to be gone. 
the week between the conference championship and the Super Bowl for now and till eternity. At ESPN Draft Nerd Jeremy Green on Twitter. Um, and it is, uh, of course, you want to follow the sportsocracy on all of the socials. Uh, you'll be you, you'll be churning out some content. You said you're going to do a live, a daily recap tonight. Oh, uh, well, I mean, put it this way: here's how many, here's how many notes I have. Uh, I, I didn't even get off the first half of a sheet, and I have four sheets of talking points from just the national team. Oh wow! Uh, nice. The American team just started, so yeah, I will be. Uh, uh, you will see a lot of me on social media. Now, what that's going to look like, I'm not 100% sure. Because it's going to be live from our hotel room, which is, it's a lovely hotel. Not necessarily the most functional for this, but I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> All right. You always find a way to do Fair it, Fair enough. We will, uh, we'll, we'll have another check-in with you uh, as well every day that you're down there at the Senior Bowl. And uh, looking forward to that and all of the updates coming forthwith you uh you guys didn't go too hard in the paint last night you were able to to get up this morning and get going i'm proud of you uh, i want papa to keep you in line now uh yeah that's how bad two lits for him last night five domestic lights for me was a long trip but you know we we we, we got up this morning early yeah. nice breakfast in the hotel we're 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 one day in, we're no worse for the wear. I feel like we're back to where we started, and, and, and that's that's all one could hope for. Right you on. keep it copacetic all week, and we'll make it through the game with flying colors. Definitely. All right, uh, you keep us posted. Anything, uh, any more breaking news happens, you hear anything inside, you let us know, give us a call back, and uh, we will update the fans. Y'all have a great one. Thanks. You're in the Sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM. And 1400. Yep, we'll keep you up to date on everything. Uh, Senior Bowl throughout the week here. Can't wait to see what this what what this looks like. What this notebook's going to look like oh, when he I gets know. back. He is obviously in hog heaven. hog heaven right now, as you heard. All right, the breaking news coming out of Detroit is that Ben Johnson, AC Reynolds Rockets grad, will not be moving on to take the Washington Commanders job, as everyone had expected, staying in Detroit as the offensive coordinator. We'll get into it up next here on ESPN Asheville. Did you know that Ingalls sells more organics than any other store? Or that they run their own dairy? Or that they only serve USDA choice and prime meat? Did you know that they have more local craft beer than any place else? Or that they have energy smart stores? Or that they professionally slice and package imported cheese from Europe? Did you know about their giant international aisle, local farm partnerships, curbside pickup, wine department? Or that they donate 3,956 meals a day to local food banks? Well, now you do. It's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics have teamed up under new ownership by an Asheville native to better serve our community with the finest custom apparel and unique branded items at the best price. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics can customize whatever you, your team, business, or local group may need through high-quality screen printing, embroidery, and laser engraving right here in Asheville. Free personal delivery within Buncombe County and a reduced delivery fee anywhere in Western North Carolina. Visit ShowtimeSportsAVL.com and Mountain Graphics avl.com your one-stop custom apparel shops if you're looking to buy sell or invest in real estate in the mountains you need to call the agents at clarissa sells wnc brokered by exp realty check us out online at clarissa 
And did I mention that Clarissa Sells WNC loves teachers? We love teachers so much, we're giving back 25% of our commission at closing. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or clarissasellswnc at gmail.com. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. We are back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Ben Johnson will not be leaving Detroit. The offensive coordinator of the Lions, who had been the top target for the Panthers job last year, turned them down, stayed in Detroit. Mm -hmm. Now was... Apparently the shoe-in to be the commander's coach. And now he's not. Now he's staying in Detroit for another year. Working on building his own legacy. Finishing the job. Maybe it just wasn't the job for him. There are a lot of pluses to wanting to be the head coach of the Washington Commanders. I mean, you got the number two pick overall. You got $82 million in cap space. You got some young people. I mean, I thought that would be a prime job for somebody. But, again, there's something to be said about finishing. Maybe he's just so happy up there. and Maybe he feels a certain way about how that ended. Mm-hmm. There is sometimes when you have something like that happen, you just feel like – you need to fill that void. You need to come back. You need to figure out what's going on. It's been, there's, it's happened a hundred times over all sports. People have decided I can't leave this like this. And maybe that's just what it all comes down to. Maybe so. And maybe he just doesn't feel he's ready. Maybe he feels like taking over as a head coach is not, not what's on his plan. Now it may be down the road, but I have, I have all the time in the world to get there i don't need to rush in to taking the first job that comes along would it be cool to be the guy to take over the washington commanders and bring them back to prominence under a new ownership and all of this sure but i also have to weigh i'm in a really good position right now i'm in demand every off season do i want to tie myself to a franchise that doesn't have it all figured out just yet it's great that they got new ownership but you're still trying to figure out who you are as a franchise now with Josh Harris and his group taking over there's there's no identity to the Washington Commanders right now I don't know if this is going to be a good front office I don't know if this is going to be a well-run organization what I do know is that I'm under a good organization right now at least in a good organizational structure that we've built together over the last four years and maybe he also looks at it and says you know I'm not a big fan of Sam Howell or Drake May, and I don't want to go into my future with those guys as the quarterback. You never know. You never know. I'll be honest with you. I don't think I would. That's the thing, because you know for 100% certainty you're going to have to take one of these quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And maybe he doesn't like any of those quarterbacks. I'm, I'm, I don't know. These, This is just spitballing on possible things. This is what I'm thinking. I mean, you, it's what I would be thinking because you're literally you're beholden to that for the next three, four years of your of your head coaching career. Maybe there's going to be some other opportunities with some other things happening that can possibly go up. It's not like he's not going to get opportunities next year. No, 
You know? Next year, he'll have an opportunity with the New York Giants. Uh, or the, I think they like Jay Ball. You don't. You don't think. You don't, you don't think that's rocky right now? Yeah. One more season like they just had? Yeah. Dayball probably doesn't survive. No. So that's number one media market right there. That's yeah. an opportunity. I don't he's he seems like a I different don't cat. think he's a guy that's looking forward to the uh, to the next big thing. Yeah. He's really interested in the path that he's on right now. And he's really interested in finding out where this story goes. But the next chapter, this chapter's not finished. Yeah. I believe that would that would be the mindset here. From everything that I've gathered from people that know him in this community and have talked glowingly about him and who he is as a person, that's what I believe this story to be. Oh, by the way, we were, we were tipped off. Little Birdie told us. This whole $15 million thing is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Absolute bunk. It's not true. He's not demanding $15 million from anybody. That's what our sources close to the family are telling us. But here's the thing. It's not the time for him to take the opportunity. What it is time for is for the Washington Commanders to get off their keister and and, and make a move here. For whatever reason, it didn't work with Ben Johnson. Mm -hmm. Maybe Maybe he did throw you a number that you wrinkled at or rankled at or whatever. Maybe that happened. Adam Schefter's reporting it, so I got to imagine somebody told him that that was part of the deal here. Uh huh. Maybe it was a little too costly for them. Okay, so where do you go now? Well, Bobby Slowick, he was brought in last week to interview for this job. Yeah. And Jeremy said he'd be surprised if by the end of the day he's not the hire. Do you go with Mike Vrabel? I just can't see Vrabel mm. not getting a head coaching job in this cycle. It's kind of weird to me. I thought he, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, no, I, maybe I see Vrabel as a better head coach than, than others do. No smiles in the YouTube comments just said Vrabel as well. And maybe I'm wrong. Uh-huh. It's happened before. But I don't think I could feel good about that as a Commanders fan. Patrick Holt, I know you're listening. You can tell me yeah. whether you'd feel good about Vrabel. To me, that kind of goes down the same path of we were just on. We just had the culture guy, the defensive yeah. guy, the Ron Rivera guy. Yeah. Vrabel's way better than Ron Rivera. Don't don't even think I'm trying. You know me. I believe Ron Rivera is a great guy, but a very mediocre coach. I believe more in Mike Vrabel than I do in Ron Rivera. However, I feel like that's going down the same kind of path I just went on. Yeah. I feel like you have to. Knowing that you're you have a top you have the number two pick, knowing you're going to get a quarterback, a young quarterback, I feel like this hire has to be offense. That's why Bobby Slovic is being put up there. But I think that's that's the statement that I want to make. Uh, that's yes. the game I want to be a part of. That's the 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 NBA style, right? Yeah. I want to be flashy and, and and not to a detriment, but I got to be with the times. I want this fresh. I want this new. And I think that's what Josh Harris is looking at. I don't want an old school ball coach. I don't think that they want, that's the culture that they want to have there. I think they want to change everything about the culture that they've had over the last couple of years. There. Dare I say with magic involved, I want a little showtime Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I want a little greatest show on turf. Let's put some butts in the seats. Let's get some people excited about this organization for once, because we haven't had anything to cheer about since Joe Gibbs was here. And let's listen, when I look at this, I mean, I look at the commanders, Washington, or whatever way you want to say it, as one of the cornerstones of the NFL. This this is a job. 
in the NFL. People are going to go to Washington because of that. You know, you talk about Packers, Bears, Giants. You know what I mean? Like, I just talk about those, those are cornerstone franchises of this NFL. This is a job that is sought after. And to be able to change the culture there, change it around, take them into the next, you know, next couple of years is a big job for somebody. Aaron Glenn got a second interview, as did Ben Johnson with the Washington Commanders. They've also gone down the path of Bobby Slowick. They have uh, talked with Mike McDonald. All of the top coaches, all the top candidates, they're talking to them. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn is now in part of this. Like, Again, I'm not doing that. I'm just, uh, after saying what we said, what you just said as well, going thinking about it, I feel like this has to be an offensive coach. The only offensive coaches that I'm looking at here reported that have been in for interviews or second interviews, okay. I guess second interviews, Eric Bieniemy was offensive coordinator last year, and Bobby Slowick. Wow, does Bienemy get the job? No, I don't. I don't think so. He only gets it if Bobby says no. Because I, I mean, and I think at that point, if that's your if that's your uh, path, then go steal Mike McDonald away from Seattle. I mean, because the more I think about that, and the more I hear about that, that seems to be the path that's going down. Mike McDonald shoe in for Seattle. If you could get him away from them. But other than that, I don't know that you could bring the enemy in and, and, and the fan base feel good about it. If he doesn't get his job, as he, he's never going to get a head coaching job. <laughs> I mean, come on at this point. Like, right? I mean, maybe what they've said about him all along has been true. That he just is never a good interview. He's just mm, not the he's guy. A, he's a coordinator. You know? He's a coordinator and he's ridden coattails. Yeah. Earned a lot of respect under Andy Reid as a coordinator. This past year in Washington, yeah, Sam Howell had great number. Like he was leading the league in yardage for so long, and that looked like there was promise there, but he didn't have an offensive line to put around him. You couldn't really see what a B enemy offense could be because the personnel was lacking. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much you give, how much you ding him for that specifically. Right. To me, that's more of a GM kind of thing. I wasn't the one that really picked these players. I had to deal with what I had when I came in here, and I made Sam Howell look like a future quarterback. So maybe Eric Bieniemy is the he's the last choice. I'll put it that way. If he's a choice, he's the last one. Ben Johnson staying in Detroit. I did not expect that, and we didn't expect that when we put together our little power ranking of fan excitement. We had the Detroit Lions at four. And now I'm thinking maybe we should have had him at one after today's <laughs> news. You just spiked up above the Chiefs and the 49ers, knowing that you're going to be able to keep the band together, the play callers together, maybe. Don't know what's going to happen we with Aaron Glenn, it. but yeah. there's a great chance he's sticking around. Yeah. So, fandom, how excited are you for the next season and the future? Not just next year, but for the future period. 
We'll get into the mid tier. And by no means is this like mid and think there's still some high hopes in it these gets, next teams. It gets mid at the bottom, yeah. but there's still still a lot of hopes for the mid tier yeah. of the fan excitement in the NFL on this Power Rankings Tuesday here in the Sportsocracy. We'll take a quick break. Plus, when we come back, we'll get weird. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics have teamed up under new ownership by an Asheville native to better serve our community with the finest custom apparel and unique branded items at the best price. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics can customize whatever you, your team, business, or local group may need through high-quality screen printing, embroidery, and laser engraving right here in Asheville. Free personal delivery within Buncombe County and a reduced delivery fee anywhere in Western North Carolina. Visit ShowtimeSportsAVL.com and MountainGraphicsAVL.com. Your one-stop custom apparel. Shops. At Ingalls, we're proud to work with hundreds of local farms and businesses in the communities we call home. Quality, freshness, community, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. The best season of the year is here tailgate season monster brewing presents this season's mvp the beast unleashed with four bold familiar flavors with zero caffeine and zero sugar beast unleashed is your new pre-game ritual with white haze mean green peach perfect and scary berries there's a flavor for every fan the beast unleashed six percent alcohol by volume unleashed responsibly must be 21 or over beast unleashed available at your local retailer The Sportsocracy. We treat star athletes better because they're better people. That's not fair. Life isn't fair, kiddo. Get used to it. It is ESPN Asheville. This is the Sportsocracy, and we are live at Ingalls Studio on ESPN Asheville. I don't have Jeremy here to keep me uh, to keep me on track because on the get, weird scale, let's get weird. There's yeah, Vegas. Weird. There's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. Oh, you can't trust me with buttons, which is weird because I'm supposed to be trusted with the buttons. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, it is uh, time to get weird. And did you know that almost a quarter of the legal weed business in California is um, backed by one of the greatest to ever play the game? Is that right? Joe Montana. He and his venture capital firm got in on a startup in california four years ago it's little weed business called nabis in that time or since that time nabis now controls 22 percent of all of the legal cannabis that is sold within the state of california now making joe cool one of the coolest cats ever. Hey, man. He's got Super Bowls galore. He looks damn good for 80 years old. He's not that old, but he should be. <laughs> and now he's got the he's got the biggest weed business in California. He's a smart man. 
Liquid Two Ventures, early investor in the Nabis company, and now hundreds of millions of dollars pouring through that business year in and year out. Actually, to where the fact that the uh, the, the venture capital firm they doubled up. Yeah, they went double up on that business two years ago, and it's only gotten better. Oh, good for that! It's only gotten better. Joe Montana is just the greatest. Yeah, you know. So uh, this this is this could possibly be the weirdest story I've ever heard in the history of time. Okay. So after shelling out more than two hundred dollars um, to a taxidermy for her precious dwarf hamster Hamington, Hammy for short, <laughs> a lady um, basically immortalized her tiny hamster as a stripper. Uh, excuse me? Uh, yes, exactly. So this <laughs> so Hammy was then stuffed immortalized as a stripper um and I don't even know where the stripper <laughs> thing came from but basically she had it and it's even stuffed with um and a belt around it with tiny little dollar bills. <laughs> And she sets it next to her bed. Why this lady has her as a stripper, has their has her hamster immortalized as a stripper, um, is is untold. Um, but first of all, would you pay money to immortalize a hamster? And then what would possess you to immortalize it as a stripper? Um and have a little dollar bills. I'm looking at a picture right now, and I wish I could put it up on the screen because it it duplicates is terrifying and um, hilarious at the same time. I believe I'm gonna need uh, some more context about the relationship between you and this hamster. This is just weird. It, Why? Exactly. So, the so weirdest the story. Hamster of- dies. She yep. has it taxidermy. Yes. And now it's like on a little stripper pole on it, her bedside table. It is table. on a little stripper pole on her bedside table. <laughs> and it's. Oh I, I just don't know oh what my. in the I world. I hope you didn't. I hope you didn't pay much for it. Oh, two hundred dollars. Yeah. I don't think I. I mean, I, this is weird. This is this, okay. Don't taxidermy hold on. animals. Hold on. Hammy who served as her emotional support hamster. <laughs> okay, you should have just led with that, and then we would all know this is a very unhealthy relationship that she has with this hamster, my emotional support oh, hamster. And now it's immortalized. My emotional support hamster is now a stripper on my bedside table. I, You know what? If it makes you feel more comfortable to have an animal taxidermied because you just can't live without them and you want to see them over and over again... I'm going to judge you. I'm going to think that's a little weird, but you go ahead. Yep. I th- I think it's weird that hunters do the same thing. Like the most beautiful buck you've ever shot, you're going to have its head put up on the wall. I get it's a great conversation piece and I get that it is a, is a trophy. You achieved something, you went out and hunted that thing and had you, it mounted. You, you but put deer piss all over you and you, <laughs> and, and, you find, and you stalk that animal from a a blind up I, in the woods. It's not something that I'm into, but <laughs> you know, I'm not going to begrudge you having your trophy on the wall. I just think it's weird, and it's it's much weirder when it happens with pets, though. <laughs> much weirder when it happens with a hamster. I think yeah, it's the kinda... hamster thing is just insane. I know, you know I know, I know. Why? Why? Yep. Why? Yep. 
You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday. Yeah. And our Power Rankings today. We're going f- fan excitement. Mm-hmm. Brian and I put our heads together, and we came up with a ranking of how how high we think the highs are for the fan bases, not only for this upcoming year, but kind of in perpetuity. Yeah. I guess the foreseeable future, how you should feel. We gave you the winners. We gave you the high highs in the first hour of the program. Top 10 was the Chiefs, 49ers, Texans, Lions, Ravens, Bengals, Rams, Browns, Packers, Chargers. All those teams have a lot of hope going into next year. It's not to say that these teams don't. We just feel like those are the elites. There's a lot of hope in these next couple teams there, as well. Yes, there is a lot of hope at the top of this list, and then it obviously goes lower the lower you go. Yeah. But I think we bridge two gaps here. We go from kind of high highs to meh yeah. at the end. Starting at number 11 with the New York Jets. You can't help but but feel like something's going to happen every year. The Jets go on Jet. There's a reason that exists. I can say it freely without seeing the angry ogre get mad at me uh, across the table. Jets going jet is yeah. a real thing. And Aaron Rodgers and that fiasco that happened on the opener last week last year was like the ultimate sign of we're doomed forever. But the fact that your team was as good, the defense was as good as it was, your running back was as good as he was. You put a quarterback in there like Aaron Rodgers, and you're right back to thinking that you're a Super Bowl contender going into this year. The only reason I had them at 11 is because there's always the doubt that lives in your mind. You have the you have the number nine pick. Your hope is you can get one of the one of these linemen. The hope is, if I'm the Jets, I, I swear I'm the first three picks I'm picking are <laughs> all offensive linemen. Um, you hope that you can get someone every mock draft I see kind of points in that direction to where they, they should be able to get one of the two. Um, you know, it always changes on trades and how things, you know, plan out. Um, but you got to believe that with Aaron Rodgers and that defense, an upgraded offensive line, you got to feel like there's 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 a little bit of hope at least for the next couple years from all points saying Aaron Rodgers saying he – Heck, he wants to play for the next couple of years, and who who knows this guy? I mean, he just came back from an Achilles injury pretty darn quickly, and there's things that could be said about him and how he plays these things out. But when it comes down to it, Duke can still play quarterback, and nobody takes care of his body better than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you can say what you want to about the weird ways that he yep. does it, but he's well researched he knows why he's doing what he's doing all his ayahuasca Mm -hmm. treatments and darkness retreats and and uh, all of the recovery from the surgeries he's not a dumb dumb he looked into all of that you might think it's weird and kooky yep but he's not playing games here and i i just look that defense is that darn good Mm -hmm. that if they have just a quarterback play they're a playoff team in my mind, and they should be. But you know, if 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 the other guy that usually sits in his chair would be sitting here, you'd be like, well, you know, Joe Namath stole the soul of the devil, and you know, we're, until he dies, you know, the Jets are doomed. But you still are pretty high yep. on your fan excitement going into this year. But it's 
muted because you've been abused yep. routinely in your life. Number 12, we've got the Indianapolis Colts. Yes. I almost made the playoffs with Gardner Minshew. Yes. I got the coach. Yes. We don't know about Anthony Richardson. I felt like, you know, Jeremy says it a lot with um, game tape, three games. We didn't even – did Anthony Richardson got hurt in what, game four? I don't know if that's maybe the case. Maybe the case was – I mean, he looked pretty darn good in those first couple games. I mean – you have a team that almost made the playoffs with Gardner Minshew. You got to look at it. You got a top 15 pick. You got to feel, feel like you got to do something a little mm-hmm. bit in the wide receiver room. I think, you know, Downs is pretty good. Pittman's awesome. And then you go from there. Of course, that's the big question of the offseason is what are you going to do with uh, Michael Pittman? Are you going to hold on to him? Are you going to pay him? What's the deal there? To me, he proved way more of a number one wide receiver than I ever thought he was. Jeremy yeah. has told me since he got drafted in this league that he's a number one wide receiver, and I still think he's on the fringe of that, but he did very, very well this year with Gardner Minshew, and I I believe I believe in Shane Steichen. Yeah, I do too. I and I feel like Colts fans got to be pretty excited about going into this because you did almost make the playoffs this year. And one good off season, money to spend in free agency. Yep. Let's see where we can where we can go. Number thirteen, the Buffalo Bills. It's about as low as I could have them. It was it was really tough when I initially started doing these things. I started writing it. I said, "Oh my gosh, I haven't even." I was down into the teens and further down in the teens, and I hadn't put the Bills down yet. <laughs> Here's the thing about the Bills. You still have Josh Allen. Um, but that contract, what is it, 30 more, thirty million more dollars Something in, like caps, that. in cap hit this year? That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to be given to a lot of people. There's some other pieces on, that they need. Um, Stefan Diggs, what is going on with him? It seems like every offseason we have something else going on with him. But you have Josh Allen, and when it comes down to it, that dude is a baller. He's put the team on his back so many times, and, you know, it's Buffalo. You're going to be hopeful no matter what way you look at it. The <laughs> mafia is not going to slow down because they they're paying him $30 million more million. No, the hype is going to continue to be there. The question is, do you believe that you can you can continue to just have – that be the only story yeah because i feel like a lot of the times that's the only story yeah the success of the buffalo bills hinges on blank the answer to that question is always josh allen can he perform can he hang on to the ball can he do this can he do that the rest of the team you got fine pieces Mm mm-hmm but you're getting old in some in, in some and their defensive line respects. is just not, you know, they got work to do. But it's hard to be at the top of your division and not have hope. Yes, yes, you have hope, but the the hope is it doesn't just start at Super Bowl. It starts way before that, owning the division, 
is the first. And then we got to worry about beating the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs. Yeah. We can't do that. We can't worry about Super Bowls. Yeah. Number 14 in the excitement, fan excitement power ranking here. Number 14 may be controversial, but it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. I've, I wanted to have you higher on this list, but I couldn't do it because I feel like this was supposed to be the step forward year, and it was kind of the step to the side. Year. I don't know exactly what happened. It was, I was flabbergasted the entire year. I literally thought going into this year, again, I also thought that the Texans were not going to be good. The Colts were not going to be good. I thought literally they would run through the division Eight like six and zero in their division, they would be probably a top seed in the, in, in the AFC. And I felt like Trevor Lawrence took a step back after taking a step forward. But I just feel like they're still. I still feel like they're going to figure it out. Evan Doyle in the YouTube comments says the Bills have no D line and Marvin Lewis too as their head coach. <laughs> yeah, I love that more than anything. Marvin Lewis too. Yeah. Anyway, back to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't like all of the Trevor Lawrence is a bust talk, but I can't ignore it for much longer. He's definitely not what he was billed to be. Yes. But I don't know that I'm ready to throw this out. I still feel like there's room for him to grow with Doug. If they don't take a gigantic step next year, when I say gigantic step, I'm talking they need to win the division win a playoff game or yeah that talks and again we had houston as the number three so but i want to see this battle between trevor lawrence and, and cj stroud over the next couple of years but to do that we have to see trevor lawrence take another step up again indeed number 15 the miami dolphins this may seem low but i don't imagine brian hall's gonna come sprinting down the hallway at the break yeah but I got the Dolphins this low just because I'm I'm not I'm not sure where we're heading right now. Do are we buying into the into the Mike McDaniel thing? I mean, Brian came down here a minute ago and was just talking about Nah, Ben Johnson's good to stay in Detroit. That way, when we fire Mike McDaniel next year, <laughs> he'll come back to Miami where he once was the quarterbacks coach. If you're if you got fans already hoping for that then I can't have you much higher than the middle of the league. You have to, when your entire team is based on speed, you better win your division and get a home playoff game. That's period. You can't be going up to Buffalo. You can't be going to Kansas City. You can't be going to these things in playoffs when it's going to be cold as heck outside because you are neutralized. And the question is, does that even matter? Because we can't beat those teams at home anyway. They, they are one, what the one win, the one Dallas win was the only good team that they beat all year. They're a different team when they can utilize their speed. Their entire team is predicated on that, and yep. not to mention, you know, they were getting guys off the darn couch to come rush the quarterback. For God's sakes, I think you had said it like one of the times. It's like the Lou Brown, you know, it's like. Well, you know, I got a woman waiting in line for some white walls, so <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can make it out there. I don't know, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, so I'll I mean, have to call you back. You know, Melvin Ingram and you know these guys. Just, I mean, they haven't. They weren't even playing. They're sitting on a couch. Hey, by the way, I need you to come play on a playoff game in in the freezing cold and try to rush Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Good grief! It's not going to work out. Yeah, 
All right, let's just go through these, uh, and then we'll we'll group these breaks at the end of yep. the hour together here. Uh, number 16 is where we bring in the Dallas Cowboys. I know Dallas Cowboys fans always get all hyped up, and they're always uh, they, they always early in the season want to put themselves up here or, 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 or up at the top. And then it all comes crashing down at the end of the year. You got to start in the middle, I feel like. You, because you can't look at Dallas and think, ah, we're good. We just wrapped this up. We just won the division, but we can't win a playoff game. Can't win 12 games a year for the last three years and not have some sort of hope that your team's going to figure it out. It just, you can't. I, listen, I'm, I hate the Cowboys. We all know this very, very well. But again, they have Micah Parsons. Um, Diggs is coming back next year. He was hurt this year. Mm-hmm. That was a big piece of their defense. You know, they had to scramble a bit from there. You know, I still, C.D. Lamb is really good. Dak Prescott is is in that middle tier of quarterbacks. I, again, I, you got to feel like there's a bit of hope because you can't win 12 games a year and not have some sort of hope that you can turn it around. Right. That's just the way I look at it. Dallas Cowboys at, uh, at 16, Philadelphia Eagles at 17. I look at these teams exactly the same. I do. I mean, they're you know, I I basically group them in together. Eagles make the coaching changes. You got to feel like okay, the end of the year was a disaster, but we're making the moves. Maybe you wanted Nick Sirianni to be fired. I don't really like doing the revolving door every three years at at head coach, so I can understand why they went down this path. But I have to trust the front office. Still a talented team. You're going to be at the top of the division next year. It's going to be a coin flip between you and Dallas. And you should be right back in the discussion as the best team in the NFC it's once t- again. It's tough when you lose seven games in a row to have, but you prior to that were pretty good and you were in the Super Bowl the year before. Now, this is the part of the draft where everybody will look at me and go, well, you're crazy. These teams should have way more hope than this. They should be higher than 18 through 20. Uh-huh. These are the draft teams. Chicago Bears. Arizona Cardinals, Washington Commanders, 18 through 20. All of them have top picks in this draft. Two of them have multiple first-round draft picks in this draft. The question is, are we going to screw it up with the the Bears? Yep. The Cardinals, I feel like you guys have more hope than any of these three because we just finished a season four and four with a god-awful team. Kyler Murray coming back another year of this coaching staff. I feel like there should be a lot of high hopes in the desert. We're going to get the number one wide receiver possibly that's been drafted over the last 15 years. Mm -hmm. And you have another first-round pick. Chicago Bears with the first and the ninth picks in the draft. It's hard not to feel good about that. But again, you're the Bears. How are you going to screw it up? And the Washington Commanders, I wanted to have them higher, Patrick. But do you feel good right now after the Ben Johnson news? I know you have the number two pick in the draft, but you got a lot of things to figure out there. And now with Ben Johnson, who was going to be the, the 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 guy, with him staying in Detroit, now we don't know which way you're going. This could easily go back up, depending on what you do with that draft pick. For, yeah. But for right now, I would feel like as a commander well, fan, have, this is a little iffy. Well, they have, I think it's like five, in the, five or seven in the top 100, plus $82 million in cap space. I mean, there's a lot that can change very quickly in Washington. 
You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. When we come back for the top of the hour, it'll be daily draft time. We're going WWE style. Let's you go. All, y'all remember war games? Yeah, let's go. We're going to do a fantasy war games and see who's, uh, whose team would come out on top. The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingalls studio. It is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. The Sportsocracy is heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, and we are seen live on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel. That way you can join us in the chat, get your thoughts in on the news of the day. The power rankings is the fan excitement power rankings. Still is a little bit different take completely subjective thing that we decided to do today me and uh, brian haynes filling in for flostradamus jeremy green yes sir uh having some fun today and the daily draft's gonna be a lot of fun yeah because brian's a a wrestling freak a freak freak of nature you've been watching wrestling nonstop since you were uh god i mean uh, 10 10 10 years old have not missed it (laughs) i've much much i mean i i don't watch Every single week, am I, um, do I tend to be on the TikTok and watch some of the wrestling videos and things like that, keep up to date on stuff that I miss? Of course. I don't watch a whole entire Monday Night Raw, but I see an entire Monday Night Raw looking at things on that. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, there's just, I keep up to date. I'm very, very up to date. Okay. Do you have Netflix so you can keep getting Raw? Yes, absolutely. Good. Yeah. Just want to make sure. Watch the entire Royal Rumble. (laughs) Watch every second of it i watched as much as of it as i could yeah i hung in with the i hung in to the end like i joined in and there were eight guys left in the ring it got really... and it got down to the final four and i went mcintyre and uh uh goofus G- what's his name the weird the, the tall intercontinental champion gunther uh, gunther yeah gunther he's awesome sammy zane and um yeah. Uh, the one that the one that won it, Cody Rhodes. Cody, let's like, go. Ooh, this is there's more than one this is going to be your wrestling. What, WrestleMania headliner is uh, going to be Cody Rhodes are again? You ki- are you kidding me again? Dude is draw is a draw, man. Is he? Yeah, I don't see draw. how. Because I man, just don't get it. I don't I, get it. You just, I guess I can't, I can't not see little little Cody. Yeah, right. I don't know it, what it's, it is. It's a much different story. He's the American Nightmare now. Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's pretty big. Mm-hmm. He's a big he's big in the old right. I get it. I, I I get he's big. Yeah, he's a big name. Yep. I don't. I, I haven't gotten down with the new generation in a long time. I know you haven't since you since you've been able to keep me entertained to any great length. Yeah, it's been a long time, but I do love it, and I love yeah. the pageantry of it, and I love the characters it's the and all lines. of the. Yes. It's a male soap opera it's, for God's sakes. It's so good. It's it's so nice as a little cheat every now and then yeah. just to dive back into that world. So I thought with the wrestling guy in here, yes, we would do a wrestling themed daily draft today. Absolutely, and it's war games. Yes, that was one of my favorites. Uh, favorite events every year on the WCW calendar was war games. You had the ring that was encased by the cage. You had two five-man teams just going at it. 
And so we're going to do that. A daily draft. We're going to draft our fantasy war games teams. Yes. And then we'll see who would. This come is also be, ends up becoming like, you know, favorite wrestlers. Of course of. it is. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's completely subjective. And you get to learn a little bit about each, each of us about uh, why we like certain, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Underwear clad characters. Yes. Why is this not <laughs> compelling to you? Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, first pick in today's daily draft. Yes, I will take it. Yes, since you're the expert. Yeah, uh, I, I want I want my A number one. Okay, and to me, it's the greatest wrestler of all time, the greatest character of all time. And there's one thing that I loved about The Rock more than anything else: that dude could sell with the best of. Oh yeah, him. and there's. And I think that's the thing that ticks me off about this generation. Yeah. Every time I turn it on, I never see them selling well. Yeah. Nobody's selling the moves as well as they used to. Uh, it's And it, it's just jerky and well, you know, it's, you can, it's not you can, as smooth as it used to be. You can hit six finishers in one, one, one match and they pop up Which from every crazy. one of them, you know? Which is crazy. But, you know, if you smell, you know what I mean? Like The Rock. <laughs> Excellent choice. Nobody had the personality. Nobody had the charisma, yeah. the athleticism. Yeah. He was the total package, and that's why he ruled the WWE for so long. There is. Yes. Okay. My number one. You can't have a War Games without the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. That's going to be Ric Flair. 100%. 100%. There is no war games without Ric Flair. Hell, if I could pick the four horsemen in one pick, I'd pick them all right now. <laughs> you know? Your name's I, not on that door, and I'm not I, letting I, you do that. <laughs> um, you know, I just, you know, just the four horsemen, Ric Flair, just the great, I, you know, towards the end when he kept wrestling and doing things, but I thought. If he would have just ended his career with a Shawn Michaels farewell match, which was awesome, you know, when he's telling him he loves you and kick him in the face afterwards, it's that's it's, it's where it's got to go. Yeah. And, uh, you know, since I get another pick, you know, glass shattering, oh. stone cold Steve Austin, and let's go. Come on now. You know? What? Let's go. Yeah. That's you know, it's a good one. He was, he was, he was a big name. He was a great character. You know, barring knee injuries, barring neck injuries, all the things he did, that dude took this sport entertainment mm-hmm. to another level. And then, you know, in a in a cage match type environment, you need a brawler. Yeah, I got and I got I got the greatest of all time, and you know, pretty up there. Okay. Okay. We're in a cage, right? We're in, yeah, we're encased in a cage. Okay, we're we're encased in a cage. <laughs> so I feel like my next two choices are lined out for me. Okay, there's a roof on it. Oh uh, yes, there's a roof. on it. I'm going Undertaker. Yeah, I mean, you can't get away. <laughs> you, you can't get away from me. And of course, everybody remembers I mean, the Hell in the Cell. Uh, listen, I mean, Undertaker is possibly the greatest of all time. When it comes down to it, the longevity, the able to switch characters, you know, he went from the, you know, the real Undertaker to Paul Bear to the, you know, the the biker, the American badass, back to the Undertaker, back to all these. I mean, he just went full on in every single match he put on. The matches between him and Shawn Michaels and him and Triple H at WrestleMania are some of the greatest of all time. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, you can't go wrong with that pick at all. And my next selection is Shawn Michaels. Hey, yeah. I mean, the heartbreak kid. I mean, he's, he's awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, he, 
he was so good uh-huh. in the ring, the persona again with the athleticism. And even when the back injury started piling up on him, yeah, he went and, you know, he, he changed his game. Yeah. He changed his game and he was able to ma- work through it. But he's still the heartbreak kid. You know, oh, no you, doubt. you think I'm cute. No, I'm sexy. <laughs> uh, you just want to see him come out one more time oh, in that chain mail know, outfit. It is, it is what it is. That's, in that, you know. <laughs> but another one that had great matches. Yeah, with uh, with the cage involved. Yeah, uh, the Undertaker match was amazing. Oh, of course. I mean, those two send off of the end of an era kind of matches were just amazing. His ladder match with 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 you know razor ramon oh, was i still the watch first ladder match yeah it's amazing you know it's it's there um it's, so it's my next two picks here huh yeah um so again i i don't feel like you can have a war games without you know having you know the dusty road the american dream dusty roads Coming in now. Listen, these war games. You're talking about war games. We're talking about these two, Ric Flair and Dusty Road. They were mm-hmm. part of this all the time. They mm-hmm. know how to do this. And you go put them on the same son team. of a plumber, baby. <laughs> He's back in the. You that's, know what I'm saying? That's, that's a heck of a. That's a heck of a plot twist to yeah, put it, them on the same team. And you got to put them on the same team. They at some points they did get together. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But, but yeah, again, you can't have war games without those two in there. But those Dusty Roads. Do you honestly have him that high on your all-time list? I do. Of, I don't know. I mean, he was he was a good character for the 1980s. He was an awesome, you know, uh, he, he was an awesome face to what, the, I mean, they were trying their damnedest to make the Four Horsemen the heel of all heels. Yes. They still never really succeeded in that because you had so <laughs> many people that liked Rick yeah. and that liked the Enforcer and all of that. But Dusty to me just he feels like a guy that if he was if he was in the game today he wouldn't be much he'd be maybe a Chris Owens. There's a guy, <laughs> right? No, there's a, there's guys that he could talk, and that's the thing. There's also, I think WWD did him wrong and put him in polka dots and all that kind of stuff. But you know, there's also a part of me like that knows what he's done for this new generation too. Like they all give him respect. Like he was in, you know, all the onset of these OVWs and all these kind of things. He was there. I mean, he is. When it came down to, it, he's one. Of the, he's great. One of the greatest of all time. I love him. And again, I feel like it's hard to have these war games picks because really, realistically, the the war games thing started in the you know NWA WCW kind of years, and they they moved into the WWE. And I mean, when it came down to it, these. These two are in that kind of category. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this gets a little bit tough. I'm gonna have to pick Triple H. Okay. The game is uh, the the cerebral assassin. Um, it's he, the first power move you've made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just got dirty player in the game. You yeah. got scrapper in Stone yeah. Cold. You got the scrapper in Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Now you've added a little beef to the team. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, Triple H is um, when it comes down to it, is still one of the best of all time. You know, he's won fourteen championships. He defined an error. He took over DX and made it even better after Shawn Michaels left. I thought that version of DX was much better than the original version. It was awesome. 
them being on a tank going into WCW is, is crazy. Him coming back from his surgeries and what happened when he came back. Just a, the multitude of things that he's done. Um, you know, having Lemmy from Motorhead sing his entrance song, which is pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, Triple H is there. Have you noticed much of a difference now that he's taken the official reins of creative control? Um, as soon as it happened, I knew it was going to be a different story. I mean, there's already people that are talking about being able to come back and being, you know, that have left and are going to come back and because they're Triple H knows what he's doing. Okay. We're going to see a much better, um, product from the, from the WWE. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to see your Triple H. Okay. With a little bit of beef myself. Okay. I mean, I, I, I have The Undertaker, who is yeah, who is the king of, of guys that you wouldn't want to be locked in a cage with. I've got The Rock and Shawn Michaels. They're kind of the, they're, they're the athletic pretty faces, the charisma that we're going to have building with this team. They're going to do all of the promos leading up to the War Games event. Undertaker's back in the background. Yeah. Along with his enforcer, Rest. who is going to be Brock Lesnar. Oh, my God. That's such a good choice. I didn't even think about that. Think of how many guys in the pantheon of time, not just WWE time, but the pantheon of all time. How many guys would you want to be locked in a cage with more? Yeah. <laughs> or less. Less. Than, than Brock, Brock Lesnar. Lesnar. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anybody that you could tell me that you would like less being locked in a in a cage with him, yeah, then Brock uh, Lesnar um, in a fight. No, that's 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 who I, it is. I fully respect guys who had success in combat sports before they got into the WWE. It's and actually, when, he was WWE. Well, I mean, he was a wrestler. He was a wrestler. That's yep. what I'm talking. He yep. was a wrestler. I wasn't talking to UFC. Yeah. I know what you were talking. Yeah. No, I. I respect guys. Kurt Angle. He yeah. was another one of my all-time favorites because of, because he was able to win at Olympic level at the real sport uh-huh. that this is based on. Mm-hmm. I give you respect for that. The fact that Brock was a beast before he came into the WWE, was a beast here, went on to be a UFC champion, yeah. then came back, and of course he's still doing matches and probably will still be back matches. in WrestleMania again. Um, at some point, yes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um i wasn't wild about his character so to speak i mean like mike skills and stuff like that he didn't have any of that well, that's why he, he didn't said need Heyman. he that's why exactly. he, had he didn't need it he didn't need it mm-hmm. he was one of the most most feared guys in the business yep and i will feel awful if i don't take this guy and let you have him he was my favorite wrestler growing up as a kid and yes it's flat top sting and not the crow sting. Ugh. Steve Borden, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, you, you you can you can have old old stinger. What? Yeah, you can have the old stinger. What? Are you crazy? I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. What is your problem? with I don't sting? have any problem with icon sting. Uh huh. I just you know, I, I think yeah, he's pretty good. I know. Uh-huh. I know. Uh-huh. And you can't have war games without Sting either. Are you about to say he's overrated? No, not at all. Okay, thank he's you. He's still an icon. Thank I mean, you. Come on now. I thought we were going to have to fight on no, that No, definitely not going to have to fight. <laughs> so so is your team rounded out? Uh, we get one extra pick. Okay. 
So you got two picks here. I have. And we, me and Jeremy usually call this the UDFA, okay, the undrafted free agent. But actually, what we're going to call this is this is this is going to be your interruption. So I, I you get one guy so, or gal or whoever to run in so, during the match. So I've. What's my team so far? So your team is Ric Flair. Yep. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yep. Dusty Rhodes. Yep. Triple H. Yep. Your fifth member it's is gonna, your next pick. Is going to be the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns. Ooh. Roman Reigns has been the champion for 1,300, almost 1,300 consecutive days. He's going to be facing The Rock at WrestleMania, which will be the most watched WrestleMania of all time. It'll be amazing. They're from the same family. Um, I was not that big of a huge Roman Reigns fan earlier. I'm a huge fan of the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns. Him turning heel and doing this has been some of the best storylines that we've had. It does get a little bit, you know, having people run in all the time. and went, But that's been the story forever. When someone is in some sort of, of, some sort of group and this kind of thing, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's what it goes. There just hasn't been anybody to take him over yet. I was going to say, how many DX matches got interrupted? I, I mean, come on. It's like, exactly. But, you know, it's going to have to come to an end at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been real close a couple different times where I thought it was going to change, and it hasn't. And um, I, I don't think The Rock's going to beat him at WrestleMania because that would mean he's the champion. And so, I, but, you know, things can happen. I think, you should. I think you should have The Rock beat him, and then The Rock just gives up the belt. Yeah, <laughs> And then you have, like, you know, you have the ultimate championship or it, whatever. It could like, just you have be, the tournament. Yeah. The, the King of the Ring is the, yeah. is now the championship or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Do they even do King of the Ring anymore? Yeah. um, It's so bad. Like, they did it off screen. Like, they didn't even have it, like... Oh, God, they're doing it at house shows now? It was doing... They were had a King of the Ring recently. It was, like, last year. That was, like, I think... Bad News Barrett was like the last winner of it. I haven't seen it since then. But I don't even know who that is. I, I know. I've right? never even heard that name. Wade Barrett. He was part of the Nexus. Mm-mm. Don't even he's know what now, that is. Yeah, he's now an <laughs> announcer on NXT. But, um, you know, and, you know, I wanted, you know, I wanted to, I'm building some old with some new, you know, with, with Roman Reigns in there. And then, um, you know, for, for someone who's going to run in, the ultimate opportunist. Mm-hmm. From right that lives right here in Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, we're going Edge, baby, oh, the rated you. R superstar. You, yeah. like that at all? <laughs> of anybody to be the run-in, it's the ultimate opportunist, the guy that would just you know take advantage of every little aspect to get his titles to do what he had to do, and him coming back was and. That him entering the Royal Rumble was one of the greatest scenes in the history of the wrestling business. Him doing and just seeing the kind of tears in his eyes coming out for that first time and the crowd reaction to that, mm-hmm. one of the biggest pops in the history. And I marked out when I saw that, for sure. Uh, final selection here for your Man, that was such a good pick. <laughs> that was so good. Um. Yeah, I wanted that. I've got some suggestions here in the uh, in the comments. Kurt Angle, um, yeah. John Cena, yeah, Big Papa Pump, yeah, nah, no, <laughs> not going. Scott Steiner, <laughs> Gilberg, not a fan. Gilberg, Lex Luger, not a bad selection. In his well. prime, guy was a dude. 
Uh, Hubert Coyne says, I better pick Randy Orton. Man, RKO out of nowhere, baby. He was, he's, he was really good. He is really good. He's still wrestling. He's really good. He's, he's really good. Yeah. But if I'm bringing one guy to yeah. a cage match, yeah. I'm bringing the guy that's bringing all the weapons. Yeah. It's Raven. Raven. <laughs> yes. I'm taking the whole Ravens flock and you're out. I get Perry Saturn and Billy Kidman and. Oh, my dear Lord. Heaven. <laughs> if you're going to pick someone, you don't pick Mick Foley to bring in weapons. Nope. You bring nope. in Raven. Raven and, was better. Oh, Raven and better. and and I declare myself you did. You by won. fault the winner of this because of Congratulations, that. Congratulations, you win. Tank puts it all the time. But hey, man, Raven. Who's better than Raven? You know I what I mean? Raven. I loved him. Loved right. him. Oh, it was great. The, that Raven's flock stuff that was That weapons real good. match that he had with Tommy Dreamer. Oh, good God. It's where they good. just filled the ring with all of the chairs and the signs and the light yeah. bulbs. That, oh. It was crazy. Insane. It was crazy. Insane. That whole storyline was crazy. Because of course, you'd never they, get they, The Rock to go with it. Yeah, they had the storyline forever. I mean, because Tommy Dreamer wasn't even Tommy Dreamer at that point. You know, when they all talked about how they were together in the school and he could never beat him and then finally raven leaves to go to wcw and he find tommy dreamer finally beats him and that oh, yeah great storyline yeah uh oh hubert queen that would have been a good one too sandman oh god yeah i had considered new jack but i thought that might be too deep diving <laughs> that might be too deep diving yeah um so i went with raven there instead yeah. as the face of ecw because that's the raven that i remember yeah it's the ECW Raven, yeah. not the weird toned-down version that yeah. they had in WCW in yeah. the late years, and then especially when they went over to WWE. All right, so War Games, War Games teams. I have The Rock, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Brock Lesnar, Sting, and Raven. Yes. Bringing the weapons. He went Ric Flair, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Dusty Rhodes, Triple H, Ray, uh, um, Roman Reigns. Yeah. I almost called him Raymond Reigns. <laughs> and edge yeah i feel like you i feel like you won you can fire away in the comments with uh more of the memories yes. down the walk of uh of memory lane in wwe land just wanted to throw that out there we'll continue with power rankings tuesday with the low lows whose fan bases are just sitting here going what are we doing and are we ever getting out of this quagmire plus uh we'll check in and see if there's any breaking news around the nfl world Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC, brokered by eXp Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. Download our free app on Google Play or the App Store. Type in Asheville Home Search. 
You'll be able to connect with our team and see all the available homes for sale in our area. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or ClarissaSellsWNC at gmail.com. We're back at the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Back to the football after our uh, little wrestling fun there. Uh, Carolina Panthers, they have a new offensive coordinator. And it's Brad Idzik. He's the wide receivers coach under Dave Canales with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this past season. Dave Canales comes over to be the head coach. He'll bring along Idzik to be the offensive coordinator. And Brad Idzik, best known for grooming receivers. Yeah. Developing wide receivers. Obviously, he had Tyler Lockett in Seattle. DK Metcalf, he was there when they drafted him and brought him along. Tampa, you don't really get much credit for those receivers. I mean, Palmer. Yeah. Trey Palmer, he was decent. He was a little rookie that he, you know, is the only example that you have yeah. because you came in with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. You didn't have to do much. You didn't, exactly. You didn't really have to do much. So this is a tandem thing. Coaching jobs are a lot about who you know. Yeah. Who you know and what's your availability. Obviously, Canales looks at him as, as someone or maybe was working with him together. Mm -hmm. And maybe, you know, this is. I still just keep looking at this going, do we want to do, or are we happy with Seattle Seahawks East? With Dan Morgan at the top as the GM, now we've gone right back down the path of uh, of a head coach from Seattle and Dave Canales, and he's bringing his guys. And I get this is how this works. The Atlanta Falcons just did the same thing with with L.A. Yeah. Raheem Morris comes in to be the head coach. He was the defensive coordinator in L.A. under Sean McVay. Well, guess what? He's bringing Zach Robinson, the O.C., with him. He's also bringing along uh, former Washington head coach or University of Washington head coach Jimmy Lake, who was the assistant head coach under Sean McVay last year. Uh -huh. So he's bringing all of McVay's staff with him to Atlanta. I do want a cohesive group. I guess I don't really care where it comes from, and you could choose worse places than Seattle. It's just unfortunate that they're all connected to the same place that the guy I just fired was connected yeah. to. These are all Scott Fitterer's guys. Yes. Fitterer brought in Morgan. Yes. And so now Morgan's going to bring in guys that also worked with Fitterer. It just maddening. seems like we're doing the same thing over again. Here. Right. Hence why we haven't talked about the Carolina Panthers fans yet and where you're at with your excitement. I think we all know where they're going to be. It's going to be a little while before we get to you here. When we come back from the break, it'll be time for the most important message of the day. And we'll continue with the power rankings, the low lows. We'll give you the final 12 teams here in this week's power ranking. Your fan excitement level where Brian Haynes and myself feel you should be. Did you know that Ingalls sells more organics than any other store? Or that they run their own dairy? Or that they only serve USDA choice and prime meat? Did you know that they have more local craft beer than any place else? Or that they have energy smart stores? Or that they professionally slice and package imported cheese from Europe? Did you know about their giant international aisle, local farm partnerships, curbside pickup, wine department? Or that they donate 3,956 meals a day to local food banks? Well, now you do. 
it's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC, brokered by eXp Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. And did I mention that Clarissa Sells WNC loves teachers? We love teachers so much, we're giving back 25% of our commission at closing. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or clarissasellswnc at gmail.com. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics have teamed up under new ownership by an Asheville native to better serve our community with the finest custom apparel and unique branded items at the best price. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics can customize whatever you, your team, business, or local group may need through high-quality screen printing, embroidery, and laser engraving right here in Asheville. Free personal delivery within Buncombe County and a reduced delivery fee anywhere in Western North Carolina. Visit ShowtimeSportsAVL.com and MountainGraphicsAVL.com. Your one-stop custom apparel shops we're back counting down to kickoff let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with beast unleashed presented by monster brewing number one beat the heat unleash the beast with bold familiar flavors zero caffeine and zero sugar number two running the option there's four to choose from white haze peach perfect scary berries and my personal favorite mean green and number three at six percent abv max protect always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over beast unleashed available at your local retailer It is the Sportsocracy live in the Ingalls studio, and it is time for the most important message of the day. Don't do crimes! <laughs> you turned it up like an octave on that one. I liked it. Uh, it is time to tell you, well, to avoid all of the crimes. Let's go to Memphis, Tennessee. A lot of crimes there. I used to live there. Trust me, I know. Well, a guy goes in, and he needs a car. Uh-huh. So, you know, as any good criminal would do, I need a car, so I'm going to steal one. He went to the dealership, went straight to the source for this one. He goes to steal the car on Friday, 26-year-old Joshua Garvins. He's been charged. He was caught facing charges of aggravated robbery where he went to the Champion Auto Sales in Memphis. An employee at the dealership was trying to sell the vehicle to Garvins. He took him on a test drive, and then he says the guy started acting peculiar as the employee got out of the car. Uh-huh. He demanded the keys. The employee refused to hand over the keys. Garvin's allegedly threatened to kill him. The two got into a physical altercation during which the suspect pulled out a gun. The gun comes out. Okay, now you can have the keys. Yeah. I'm good. So... He didn't give them up immediately. They wrestled a little bit over control of the gun, and that's when shots were fired. Oh, boy. He shot himself in the neck. The Garvin's guy shot himself in the neck trying to steal a car. Yeah. Let's go, karma. Thank you. Wouldn't this guy have had to put his driver's license down just to go on a test drive? (laughs) Shot himself in the neck, ran off, didn't get too far, obviously, because, well, yeah, I'm shot in the neck. Yeah, you got got a freaking dart in your neck, man. (laughs) (laughs) The the employee of the dealership was not injured. Thank God. Uh, Thankfully, it was only the DA of the day trying to steal the car. Yeah. Shot himself. Yeah. 
Well, this one is uh, weird coming out of Florida. You know, there was a guy named Johnny Yates. He was wanted by the police um, in Lakeland, Florida for um, aggravated battery, false imprisonment, and tampering charges. So, you know, they've got a tip on, you know, that he was at this home. So the police show up to find this, mm-hmm. um, where they mm-hmm. find a dry erase board in the window that says, um, Johnny Yates does not live here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Good for you, Johnny. So, uh, you know, that obviously threw the cops off. They're like, oh, he no doesn't doubt. live here. We got to turn around. We're, we got the wrong house. No, that's not what happened. Well, after, you know, a certain individual came, one person came out. They said, yeah, he's in there, obviously, after the, they saw the insurmountable amount of police and SWAT teams and such in there. Um, well, they just didn't quite give up so easily, even after two full things of surrender smoke was thrown into the to the house. Another four people come out. No Johnny Yates. Maybe they're starting to believe, hey, maybe Johnny Yates isn't here. You know, the dry erase board told us that. But, you know, no, 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 no. They finally enter the home, and, and he was in, um, he had modified some chest drawers and was hiding in said chest drawers. And uh, he ended up obviously being apprehended. Um, but yeah. word to the wise, uh, probably not just go ahead and throw in a dry erase board out there and saying that you're not living here. It's not going to be thrown off the scent. Of the police officers. Yeah, it seems like it's a bit of a... Aye, 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 Only in Florida. Wow. Only in Florida. When it was written on a... You said it was written on a dry erase board. I yeah. thought that, that's something Jeremy would do. <laughs> He's got so many dry erase boards. He'll just start to throw you off the scent. We want to throw you off your, from the scent of the cops. Oh, it's on a dry erase board. Must not be here. Come on, guys. We're, we got the wrong tip here. Uh, you're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. It's time to talk about the low lows. This is the the fan excitement power ranking for today's power rankings Tuesday. Um, we did the high highs. Yep, and gave you all the all the fan bases that have a lot of hope going into next year. The Chiefs and the 49ers are up there. the The Lions got a bump mid show as Ben Johnson has decided not to take the head coaching job with the Washington Commanders, and he'll be staying in Detroit for a little while. We've had uh, the Ravens and the Bengals and the Rams and the Browns and the Packers and the Chargers. Those were, those were all at the top. Yep. Our mids, the Jets, the Colts, the Bills, Jaguars, Dolphins, Cowboys, Eagles, Bears, Cardinals, Commanders. Those last three were important or stood out to me because I, f- I wanted to have them higher, but I still feel like even with the draft picks, there should be some iffy feelings yes. about those teams. And then this is this is this is where we get into the into the bottom of where I don't really know how excited you should be, and some of them I don't know how you're still fans of the team. We'll go at number twenty one, Las Vegas Raiders. You you pulled back when I when I had them this high. You, yes. I am not a. I, I am kind of on the tank train. Of, <laughs> He's like, I'm a. I'm a fellow hater tank. I'm a fellow. I, I just. I don't see. What are you gonna do? Where are you? Like, Aiden O'Connell is your quarterback, unless somehow you get Garoppolo and then he gets hurt again, and you're in the same position. Yes, you have Devonte Adams. Yes, you have Josh Jacobs. Yes, you have Max Crosby. You got a decent offensive line. What do you? Yeah, I think Jacoby Myers probably took a step up. I think you got some young pieces. Mm-hmm. I I just don't I don't know where you're going. 
I have never doubted that there's talent on this team. Here's the, the, the thing that I have always doubted about this team is the way that it's built from the top down. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to trust old Floby. Oh, Mark Davis. I, he's I mean, terrible. Yeah. What I'm is, never going to trust him. Mm-hmm. Or until I do, I guess. Yeah. Because he's brought in Tom Telesco, and that's a guy I really love. Yep. I like the talent that he was able to put together in Los Angeles for the Chargers. It just it got to the point where they had to make a change, and I think they did a great job hiring for the Baltimore Ravens. We talked about that earlier in yeah. the program. But the Chargers, I don't know. To me, you've got a lot of hope that things are changing. You bring in Tom Telesco. Antonio Pierce seems to be the guy that has the culture set right. He's got right. the he's got the momentum. He's got right. that that rah rah attitude. They did the one thing that they should have done and hired him. If they did not hire him, I I would have been like, yeah, they could have been that would have been even lower on the list of things right there. They got they got the hire right. Mm-hmm. So what you surround him with, I you know Patrick Graham will still be around doing the defense, I guess. And now we need an offensive coordinator. I feel like there is some hope there. Things are shifting. Yes. Now let's go to number 22. Uh-huh. That's the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know how excited you can be. I like the fact that you're 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 settling everything as far as the coach is concerned. I came out yesterday and said, Mike is our guy. Okay. But it's time to win playoff games and Kenny Pickett sucks. That's the what I took away from the rest of that press conference. The way that I look at this is how much hope can you be when you know that you're going to win nine or ten games, just miss or make the playoffs and lose and pick 20-something in the draft? Mm-hmm. That That's just where this team has been forever. It's not, it's been a pretty long time since Tomlin won that Super Bowl. And yes, the guy never has a losing season, but again, it comes down to the thing where he, <sighs> yes it's a winning season but how many winning seasons are really important right when they're just 9 and 8 for fans i guess it's something about you know that you're constantly in it and you're constantly possibly in the playoffs there's a thing but there's got to be a no and as a fan you got to know for sure that you're never winning you're not winning a super bowl right i mean you can't go in you can't go into every season knowing you're going to be 10 and <laughs> 9 10 and you and hope, 8 or 9 yeah. and 8 you know what I mean just it just is it's tough you get into that thing where would you rather be really really bad mid or really good i mean i just and i don't think you can end up being really really good unless you're really really bad at some points in this day and age and today they announced that they are hiring arthur smith the former uh the former atlanta falcons head coach as the new offensive coordinator so he takes over for matt canada who they fired mid-season is he the one to get the most out of kenny pickett or are you fully on the quarterback market i feel like you got to be in the market there was no we're committed to Kenny yesterday. Mm-mm. It was Kenny knows he's not good enough. He knows this is not good enough. And we're going to make decisions that put us on a path to win playoff games. Kenny knows that he's got one shot, if that. 
they would decide that they need to go out and get a quarterback this offseason, whether it be a veteran like Russell Wilson or Baker Mayfield or Kirk Cousins or whoever. He keeps saying Baker like Tampa's getting rid of Baker. I'm hoping someone's <laughs> going to outbid us for him, okay? Just let me have it. He's officially a free agent, and, and you know what? Until that's signed, I hope someone takes him away from us. Uh, <laughs> uh, but – Pittsburgh Steelers, yep. how excited can you be when yep. you keep just having mediocre seasons? Yep. Number 23, number 24, number 25. Yeah. It's the NFC South, not named the Carolina Panthers. Yes. It's the Bucks, the Saints, and the Falcons. I know there are some Bucks fans. My dad, I know I'm going to get a text message in 10 seconds. Oh, my God, you can't bail. You're gonna, we should be number five, or we should not be number one. No, sir. And the Bucks and the Saints and the Falcons all continue to be in the same little. I swear to God, the next three, realm of I mediocrity. see the next three years being exactly like this year's was. I do. I see the next three years being the battle for who wins this division and being that one of the they won the division. That's exactly where I see it. Mm-hmm. I don't see a team winning more than ten games. I see them battling each other for the next three years to see who wins the thing while the Panthers are just the Panthers. Yeah. Because it's not getting any better. Now, could it get better for the Falcons? I feel like they might have more hope than anybody else out of this because they just got a new head coach. They've got a new regime coming in. Hopefully this one is smarter than the last, I don't know, five head coaching uh, hires that you've made. Um, do you but the have Bucks a quarterback? are stuck and the Saints are stuck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just Dennis Allen's coming back for the Saints. Uh, that's I just goes on the top of the list of what are you doing? Almost like you know the slap my head emoji dude thing. That's what I feel like is for all three of these teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andreas Pinkney, Saints fan, he says I'm happy that Dennis Allen will get fired next year. Yeah, it's got to come at some point. We expected maybe it would happen this year, but it's definitely going to happen next year. If you can't win this division, although with them bringing bringing John Gruden into the fold down there in New Orleans, oh dear lord, wonder wonder how much that's going to help. Will the offense get better? Will he be able to help with Derek Carr? Who knows? He's got a history with him in L- or in Las Vegas. Yep. How'd that go? Eh, I I think it went fine until it didn't. Right <laughs> until it all went off the rails and he got kicked out of the league. Well, it was going okay, I guess. Number 26, Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. I know that seems Jeremy, so... And Jeremy, Jeremy, I could just imagine, he, he would flip his top if he was in here right now because I think he still believes a bit in this team. And I'm not saying I don't, but are you feeling comfortable with how this has gone down, with the transition from Pete to whatever's going to come? I feel like they haven't had – you still don't have a coach. I'm keeping – right, and this is part of why <sighs> – this one's like in flux. Yeah. This one's sitting here until I figure out what you're going to do with your head coaching position. And this could this this is one that could be extremely much higher. I know it can, and I know it seems low, but I just look at – you have Geno Smith as your quarterback. You paid him how much money? Oh, it was twenty seven a year, which I think? is not too bad. Something, something like that. I just, you, I feel like, I just don't know the, the 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 future and what direction you're going in post Pete Carroll. 
you don't even have a coach yet. You haven't made a decision. I mean, a lot of things pointing towards Mike McDonald or or something along those lines. Um, I just I don't know where you're going, and so here we are. I'll be surprised if it's not a defensive coach. They're, the top of their list was like six defensive coaches and two offensive guys. Yeah, and I again, I look at these, I'm almost lumping them into the whole NFC South and the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know? You think they're, what, that far away? <coughs> yeah. Seahawks coming in at number 26. Number 27, Tennessee Titans. Brian Callahan was a good hire. I like that move. You've got the quarterback. I think you do. I I think Will Levis is a capable quarterback. Yeah. I don't think he's a superstar. I don't think he's ever going to be on that level. But I think he could be a just a an okay option. You got like him. a like in the realm of a Kirk Cousins, Matthew Stafford before the yeah, championship. Yeah. You know, Derek Carr. All of I think he's he could fit right in that little category. You've got the number seven pick. I feel like you have to get a wide receiver. I mean, you have to. They will in the draft, I, I, but I, I, I'm targeting offensive line I'm, immediately. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's tough to have a team this low when you got a top ten pick, but you also have you know there you, there's a lot of some mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of unknowns. It's a brand new culture, brand new schemes, everything. You're gonna have to retool. I don't know what's left. I mean, if Brian Callahan brings in T. Higgins, that's now we've gone up a couple of spots on the power ranking yeah. here. The fan excitement turns up, but as it is right now, you've got an an unproven first year head coach, an aged running back that I don't even think is going to be back. I mean, it all he's a free agent. I don't think he's going to get much money anywhere, just because, but. Dallas Cowboys. I mean, that's, that screams like a desperation Dallas Cowboys oh, move to me. Without a shot. I'm surprised it didn't happen at the trade deadline. <laughs> I really, I was really surprised about that. Uh, but the Tennessee Titans, there's a lot of questions revolving around that team. Oh, yeah. All right, let's take a break, and then we'll come back. We'll give you the final five. Up next, the low of the lows. Oh, boy. You still haven't talked about your team yet. I know. I know. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. At Ingalls, we're proud to work with hundreds of local farms and businesses in the communities we call home. Not only does it ensure that you get top quality fresh items for your family table, it's a way for us to support the amazing individuals who pour their heart and soul into delivering the very best they can do. Quality, freshness, community, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. The Sportsocracy. Hello, everybody. This is good old JR Jim Ross, WWE Hall of Famer. Boy, these boys are smart. You talk about goofy in a pet coon. Let me tell you something. This show is a legitimate 
slobber knocker. I had to put that in. You gotta, in lo- there for gotta you. love OJR, man. <laughs> the old slobber knocker. I had to get the JR reference in there for uh, for Brian Haynes sitting in for Flostradamus Jeremy Green, who is, of course, down at uh, the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Had a uh, conversation with him at the top of the one o'clock hour about things that he's seeing down there. He said uh, he's gonna he's gonna have some content coming out tonight. He'll be doing a live from the hotel room down in Mobile. All of the thoughts that he had on day one of the practices for the Reese's Senior Bowl. You really think that he's gonna have some? <laughs> We'll see. He will. He will. We'll see. <laughs> it depends on how he's many definitely got all the notes. Yeah. Exactly. He's got all the notes. Whether or not he will be sober enough to make all the bells and whistles work, oh, I mean, just... he can figure out how to do it from home. I'm oh, pretty I mean, sure he can figure out how to do it. Yeah, from the hotel absolutely. Room. I know that uh, he, he's he can figure anything out when it comes to that stuff. Exactly. He was able to teach me how to get our images on the screen and audio to you on the YouTube. Yeah. Uh, while he's gone, and I thank him for that. Yeah. And so far. It has worked out. All right, the no. final five of the low lows of the power rankings here on a Power Rankings Tuesday. This is how the fans should feel going into this next season. At number 28, Minnesota Vikings. How are you feeling right now? I don't know what the heck you're going to do. Mm-mm. Are you bringing back Kirk Cousins and running re, 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 rinse, relather? I mean, like. Ooh. I got Justin Jefferson. And that's the best thing I got Jordan looking, looking forward too. to. You got two really good young wide receivers. But right now this is Justin's team and I need to him have I need him to have a quarterback, but I'm not sure if I want to invest any more in Kirk Cousins, who's not going to take us much further, or if I just want to start the clock on maybe not a rookie, but a younger guy in some fashion, who I, knows. I don't know what you're going to do. Number 29, the Denver Broncos. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> who's your quarterback? What is Sean Payton doing? I guess there's something to be said for the trust in Sean Payton. They were better this year than I thought they would be. He had them playing pretty well, I mean, despite the fact that they had major talent issues. And you pulled the ripcord right away. He said, I don't need to do this with Russell. I don't care. I don't care what we have to pay. Yep. Getting out from under it one way or another. We'll take the hit. Doesn't matter. We're moving on. Yep. What you're gonna do? I don't know, and I don't. And the, the fans have to have some trust there, but you can't feel great. Nope. New England Patriots, number thirty. Listen, no more Bill. No, no more. more Bill, and you're handing it to Gerard. I can feel excited about that in some respects, but this is still a long process. You have a number three pick. You know you're getting one of the three quarterbacks. If any of these three quarterbacks are going to be any good, it remains to be seen. You know, there's always a couple that make it and a couple that don't. And I, you know, again, no more bill. It's weird. You're in a new era. Is there much hope? I think you'll always have hope, but it's not like it. It's not like it used to be. Yep. This is going to be rocky for a little while. Yeah. And I don't see how you can be real pleased with where you sit right now and going into the unknowns of a world without Bill Belichick. Number 31. Oh boy. It's the New York football giants. This makes me so sad, but it's so true. We have to pay Daniel Jones for one more year. What happened 
with everything in coaching with, I mean, Dave all promised Martindale that these two guys are not going to get fired. And a week later they got fired and Martindale just walks out the door. Yep. Hasn't spoken to anybody from the New York Giants since has not returned a single phone call. What's happening with where are we going? Now we have the number six pick in the draft. Hopefully we can get like neighbors. We need a wide receiver. I do like Wondell Robinson. Are you sure that's not the last need you need? Oh, we need a wide receiver. <laughs> we need a wide receiver bad. This is not that we yeah. need we need one bad. Yep. Yeah. All right. And then the only thing that differentiates you from the team at number thirty two is the fact that you do have the number six overall pick in the NFL draft. Yeah. Number thirty two is the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Can't be excited right now. <laughs> I mean, you could be hopeful. There's a difference between hopeful and excited. I'm not excited to see where this is going. I'm not excited to see what you know future success is going to come out of this god awful place we're in. I feel, I'm hopeful. I feel like the excited. Panthers are the expansion team from 1995 all over again. <laughs> like seriously, like you just traded away your entire future for this quarterback. And that remains to be seen if he's anything, but I don't know where we're going there. No, Carolina Panthers, number 32. Hopefully that will change, but it ain't changing anytime soon. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville, and we will see you next time.